All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Cloud Edge Podcast. We're joined by two of our original hosts, of course, a generational power scale, Big Mel the Dreamer. I said Mel the Dreamer. It is Mel the Dreamer. Well, I, was, I don't know why, but I thought Free Game was, was the Dreamer, but Mel like so. I keep what getting mixed up. And also, I don't, yeah, I don't know why I did that, but also we're joined by my guy Free Game Nino, of course, Elite Potter, and also Elite YouTuber and himself, my guy Big Keto Maki, original Jamaican. Original Jamaican. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. So you, you say you did get a chance to uh, watch Chainsaw Man Bar? Yeah, I got a chance to watch it. Oh, Melo, I'm not sure if you... Well, we, we essentially started to watch Chainsaw Man. The first episode actually did come out. Matter of fact, Mel, uh, Free Game, did you watch it? Yeah, I watched or it. Or did you, did you read it? I, re- I did both. I've read oh, it and wow. I haven't read far into it though. I think, uh, well, me and me and um, Kittle was just talking about that. I only read two chapters in, so I'm not like far or anything. All right. So, but like you, you, you finished like the first episode in, in manga wise. I finished episode my first episode manga wise, and I finished the first episode anime wise as well. I just I watched right, it today true. when it dropped, like as soon as it dropped. People told me that it crashed um, Crunchyroll. Oh, I see what you mean. What's it called? Mel haven't seen it yet. So, I, Mel, is it okay if we speak about it? I don't, I don't want to spoil you or not if you ain't trying to be spoiled. No, do your thing, man. Do your thing. Facts, facts, facts. What, well, so, what do you, what do you hmm? rate it as? I, the, just the first episode? The first episode is going to be tough, bro, because there's, there's been like a lot of elite pilot episodes I've seen. Like, let's be honest, we got Castlevania, Attack on Titan, even Naruto to some extent. I I liked it. I'll give it a solid eight. I'll give it a solid eight. That, that's kind of high. The reason why I kind of liked it is because it kind of already introduced the storyline. They introduced the main character. They introduced the plot behind the actual person that he is. And not only that, they also introduced the brand new storyline that he's going to go into. He's now being quote unquote adopted. So I liked it. They, they kind of covered a lot of stuff that you need to cover in a debut of an episode or of, of a series, especially in an anime. And the times that we're in right now, you need action in your first in your first episode. You can't really start off a bit slow like how Naruto did in, a, in their first couple episodes. The first episode for Naruto was elite, though. But they started off with some action, and I like that. So I give it an eight. That's funny that you say he got adopted because once you find out what that who that chick really is, you're going to go back and laugh at that statement. <laughs> Damn. Damn. But... <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, did, did did we say specifically which, what it was? We said Chainsaw Man already, right? Just to make sure the, the chat know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's on the um, it's on the title too. They should know. But yeah. Oh yeah, facts. Yeah, Chainsaw Man. Well, what is your what is your rating of it, um, kiddo? Um, I give it a eight. Um, I should give it a ten, but uh, I, I don't think no ten is. I think people normally give like a ten or a ten rating. To be honest. But I have, I really have no problems with it. So uh, I don't know why though. I didn't give it a 10, maybe a nine, you know, I suppose, but, but it was really good. Um, the, the art style is really good. Um, the, the animation was really good. Uh, what I really loved about it though is the, um, I guess you call it the tone, mm-hmm. the tone. I, I love the tone, the tone in general, right? And also, like the, the colors that they use to um, depict the, the tone of the, the series, um, the, uh, and that's kind of what I wanted for Boruto. I always speak about it, you know, get some like darker colors, you know, um, make it more mature. And that's what they did here. Uh, the character very likable. 
um, very sad story. Uh, <laughs> the universe is against him. Yeah. Uh, it really, it really, really is. Yeah. It's a very tragic backstory. Well, I don't know if it's a backstory, but you know, whatever. But it's a very tragic story. Um, as I said, the animation is good. Uh, I really want to see where it goes next. So yeah. Facts, facts. Yeah, like so, uh, so you said it would be a ten, but you don't know why you drop it down to an eight nine. Yeah, I re- I really have no problems with it, so I can't point out what made me give it an eight. Just don't, don't <laughs> so, believe in a perfect series. I'm hearing. Well, yeah, basically. Well, yeah, but in my personal opinion, it didn't necessarily completely blow me away. For it to be a ten, it got to blow me away, entertainment wise. You feel me? It, it captivated me and entertained me and everything like that. But it, ne- it didn't necessarily blow me away. Like I'm not sitting here salivating over the next episode. I want to see it, obviously, but I'm not salivating over the next episode. So I'll give it an eight. Well, do you guys um, think it was worth the hype? Definitely. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I definitely, I, I think so. Again, me personally, when I see a lot of shows start off like this, I always think it has the propensity or potential to be extremely good. So I'm gonna say, yeah, as of right now, I've, now obviously I haven't necessarily read the manga, so I don't necessarily know specifically how it's going, how it's going to go in the future. But as of right now, I think it's a decent series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I give it, I give it an eight. Um, I'm not really into gory anime or like gory stuff period so that's why i give it an eight and not like a, a nine ten a high rating like that and like kiddo i really don't believe in a perfect series as well but i still I, it's up there i give it a i give it an eight i thought like because when i read the manga i thought the beginning was super funny when he was talking about the body parts he said he sold he was like i sold my nuts for ten thousand dollars like i sold my <laughs> <laughs> like, that he was just over, like that part just had me like I, yeah, that caught me wow mm-hmm, that caught that caught me so like when I saw that part, like in the uh, in the manga, I was like, okay, this is gonna be funny. I like a little humor in my um in a series that I watched, so that caught me. Um, the his story, mm-hmm. it, it was really sad. Him finding the demon, or him, I'm sorry, losing his father at the beginning, and he pretty much just picked up the debt that his father accumulated over time. And he's the one who had to pay it back. He really didn't do nothing on his own. And the person that he paid the debt to actually turned on him and sold himself to a demon, trying to get the powers that he um, he obtained from making the deal with the demon. So I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Um, the, all the blood and stuff, I, I don't really think it's unnecessary. I don't really need to see all that, but it fits mm-hmm. the series, I guess, if you want to put it that way. I remember Kiddo, you said on the um, Discord, it kind of reminds you of Tokyo Ghoul. Kind of does like a Tokyo Ghoul um, Parasite X type type vibe. Yeah, or Parasite definitely. the Maxim, not X. What the hell am I saying? Parasite the Maxim. Yeah, I, I, so it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I was about to say the one thing I didn't fully understand is specifically why he gave the person who, who he was paying a debt to. I, I didn't know specifically why he gave up his 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 life essentially to this to this devil. Now again, they hey, did yeah. actually say, "Hey, he gets some power," but like. Legitimately, bro, you turn into a zombie. Like, what kind of power is that? I don't know. That's exactly what I said in my review as well. Because um, he gave him, gave up the dude. I mean, fine, okay. Um, if he's gonna get some power, I'd say it makes sense or something. But and and the monster basically says it. He says like, oh, these these fools, they're idiots. Because uh, yeah, they they're gonna bring the hunters to me, and I'm gonna get to just um consume you and then just take over their bodies they're basically going to turn into zombies and that's basically what happens you know and it's not it's not like a case where they depict it as him not knowing 
not knowing that that's what that's what was going to happen because he clearly knew because like he saw the other zombies surrounding the demon it's like yo he was surprised like oh this is what happens oh i, I wasn't sure i wasn't told that this is what happened like he, he willingly accepted the fate of turning into a mindless zombie so i don't know i, I, I don't know it's kind of weird I don't know why he would do that. It just doesn't make sense. So he already knew the fate, like he would turn into a mindless zombie. I thought that he was like just giving over his body to gain power because he, um, the demon was like, like you said, they were like these fools. They give up their body for he said a little bit of power in exchange for yeah. a little bit of power. So he saw yeah. he saw Denji and he saw the power that he obtained by doing the deal with the devil. So I think that he pretty much wanted the same results. Because at the well, beginning he wasn't walking around like a zombie; he was kind of like like himself, you know. That's the thing, because but, but the thing is that Denji didn't gain any power at that time. He was still like a regular human, just that he had like a pet, a pet demon that he was walking around with, right? And and when they went into the the, the warehouse, he wasn't a zombie at that time. He was like a functioning human and shit. But his partners and the other because everyone there, they're all y- yakuza. Right, because mm-hmm. they all worked in the building. Because I think Deji said it later on that, "Oh, I'm going to kill all of you. I won't owe you guys anything anymore." So these are all the Yakuza people that basically gave over their their bodies to get power, you know, quote unquote power, mm-hmm. um, and and then g- gave the demon like hunters in return. But the thing is that they 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 turned into mindless zombies, and it's clear, it's very obvious. And even when they walked up. The, the the old guy it's not like yo um he's surprised or or anything like that you know i guess maybe he was but that wasn't shown because like he just willingly walked up and when the zombie grabbed him and started to like do whatever with him he didn't shake he wasn't like frightened or anything like he knew what was going to happen so likely they already went to the zombie and his business partner that we saw earlier on in the episode likely went through his transition and turned into a zombie then he basically went to get Denji so that he could feed Denji to the monster. Then he accepted his fate. So it's like, I just, I don't know why he would do that unless, you know, it happens. I don't know about it. It is episode one. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, um, I mean, I'm only on chapter two of the manga. I don't see that guy being mentioned again in the manga. But like I said, I'm only on chapter two, yeah, so I don't know. Man, what he the got packed holds. up. He got <laughs> packed up, bro. You're a thing of the past, man. Oh, Come man. On, bro. So, are you gonna do a review, or are you just going? No, I, pro- I probably wouldn't do a review, but I'm I'm watching. I'm watching. I, I, I definitely do want to see exactly what they got in store. One of the things that I definitely did like is some of the lore surrounding the actual devils and the humans, like specifically the thing that um, I, what, what's the main character's name again? Denji. That's funny because yeah. <laughs> I remember Kato Maki has said a character named Denji in uh, Discord like a few months ago. And I was like, who the hell is Denji? He was like, I don't know. I just made the name up. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, but essentially Denji doing the fusion dance with or the fusion with the actual devil, that right there that right there seems to be like something something completely new because the actual devil slayer or I don't know, I forgot what they specifically calling it now 
she didn't specifically know exactly what he was. She had to like go go up close and actually smell my guy and sniff him. Said he wasn't neither devil or human. So she was completely confused. So I'm thinking that in the future they could possibly do and play around a lot more with the specific techniques and abilities that devils and humans could potentially have with each other. Maybe they could have more types of fusions in the future. Maybe they could have devils and humans actually uh, actually um, combining their powers a lot more in the future. I mean, things like that is possible. So I'm definitely excited to see exactly how they do this and how they actually differentiate themselves from Demon Slayer because as of right now, it seems like it's having a lot of parallels. Yeah, and they do the same thing in um, Black Clover as well, like uh, doing fusions with demons. That's what Asta is, and I think uh, what's do you watch? Do you watch um, Black Clover, kiddo? I'm on episode nine. You're on episode not wow, wow. All right, never mind. <laughs> Isn't there like a hundred some episodes? Shit, I don't know. The Black Clover. It is. I don't know. Oh, I can't tell you. It's it's quite a bit though. I know it's way more than six. So he was like super. But you, you're in the, the horrible episodes, in my opinion, while Asta is still loud as hell. Mm, yeah, he's pretty annoying. Yeah, definitely. That that goes away, though. That goes away, like, in, when he starts getting a little bit older. Like, when the time skip happens, that mm-hmm. little annoying factor of him goes away. He stopped doing all that screaming shit. It, it becomes a lot That's more funny, though. It's just a lot. It's just comedy. That sounds like you mm-hmm. telling Kitamaki you got away to solid. 120 episodes till it start getting good. Bro. No, the says, thing about right Black Clover and the thing about Black Clover is the time skip doesn't take forever to happen like a Naruto or um or like Boruto. The time skip right, happens so, like in like 40 episodes, if I'm gonna say. Oh, that's fine. So is it like a full three year time skip? It's uh quite a time skip. Like you see him go from like a little little dude to like um not not a teenager, but like I want to say like like 12, maybe 13. So you you see an adequate change in his personality and like his um structure because he gets a little bit more buffer and stuff like that from working out and, and that type of shit. So you see the physical change in him. I see what you mean. Probably like, like a Deku from My Hero Academia. There you go. When he yeah. was training, we started seeing him get stronger. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So you like you see the physical change in him. So you know it's a time skip that happens and people get different powers and stuff like that. Yeah, I fuck with Black Clover. I gotta actually get back on it because I would call myself a Black Clover fan and I'm like. Seven, 70 chapters behind so I gotta get back on it damn <laughs> yeah. damn Bro, Yo, I just I... completely dropped the series once the anime um, stopped I was, I was like I can't keep on reading chapters no I feel well, how, how long is the chapters in Black Clover is it like mm-hmm. the solid 20, 20 pages or it's not that long because it's a weekly um and uh, weekly manga so it's not really that mm-hmm. long I can't remember uh, I see how many pages mean. it has off the top of the head, but I know it's not that long because it's weekly. Uh, I see what you mean. You know, I I really just be getting jealous with other anime, with other mangas, bro. Them them things being weekly, bro. I ain't gonna lie, man, Whoa. bro. They be getting on you about yourself, about you calling yourself a hype beast. I think that is a little bit due to me because I always get on you about being a hype beast because you really don't watch anything else, bro. I, I really don't. I really don't. But and specifically with Bleach, bro, I don't know, bro. Them 300 episodes looking daunting, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. Is that why you didn't get on the Bleach? Don't that, bother watching why. that shit, bro. Just, just read it. The Bleach anime is... Nah. I, that's, I watch the Bleach anime. That's why um it being in Japanese right now is kind of throwing me off. Because mm. I watch it in English, so I don't know. If you watch the anime, you're probably gonna drop it when you reach the bound arc. So I would recommend us reading. Definitely, the bound arc is terrible. But the bound arc don't happen until like what 
mid bleach or like almost like it's the end of bleach, correct? Nah, that's like early, early that's bleach. Early I think bleach? it. Bro, I ain't watched bleach in a minute. Hold on, let me see. It comes after the um the first arc. I think it's like the second arc. It's a filler arc, really. I don't okay. know. Do you like the full bring arc? Yeah, the full bring arc is really good. I don't um, like the in in the manga, I'm like the only in... person who don't like that shit. Did you did you read it or watch it? I watched it. I never. I didn't read any of Bleach. That's the problem. Except for, the asked, except for like a, a little bit of a thousand year blood war. I read a little bit of that, so I kind of know what's gonna happen. The thing is that um, I, I watched the anime version of the full game arc, and it was ass. I I watched it like I think five years ago, and I stopped when um the dude was introduced. So I think like three episodes into the arc, I just dropped the bleach completely. <laughs> so like, because it was, it was bad, bro. And then I skipped to the end and I watched the last fight. So I didn't know what happened in between. So I went back um, to, I think it was two days ago and I, and I read the entire arc and it was really good. Do you think so, that Bar can watch the episode that just came out and grasp the full thousand year blood war? Or do you think that he has to watch it from the beginning and get the full grasp of bleach? Wait, what do you mean? Because he hasn't watched it yet, but they, you know, they came out with a new anime. So I was like, "Yo, watch it." Nah, it's, I think you have to. You, you nah, have to don't watch, watch the whole it. Thing. Yeah, because like there are certain things that are explained. Um, I think I, I haven't read um the arc as yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that Eisen plays a part in it. Mm-hmm. Ichigo's Quincy powers a lot. A lot of things about around Ichigo and his powers and. Oh, sh- is that a spoiler or something? You know, a lot of if you're just watching from the Thousand Year Blood War, you haven't read the manga or anything like that. Ichigo's, I mean, you already gave it up. Ichigo having Quincy powers is a, it's, it's a spoiler, bro. Nobody knows about that. Really? Nobody knows oh, about that, that should... if you haven't read the manga. <laughs> bro, bro, isn't that isn't that Fullbring arc or somewhere? <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought it was, but yeah, I, I think hmm. I think you really need to watch it from um is it from the beginning arc? to understand it. That's a good I think, question. No, nah, I think the Fulbring arc was Fulbring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking. I was like, it was just about his, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. His soul reaper powers and, and being a Fulbring as well. I did not like that, bro. I did not like his Fulbring form. I didn't like none of it, bro. It was, I thought it was corny. Nah, bro. It was, it was formless. Nah, I, I, I didn't <laughs> like it. How do you like? All right, so what's your rating of that episode then? What do you give it? The new episode. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it was it was good. I didn't really have any. I um, it was definitely better than the prior episodes. You know, from, um, uh, you know, the, the full bring arc. That's basically what we're continuing from in mm-hmm. this episode. So uh, the pacing is way better. I guess they learned from you know, old Bleach and why it was canceled. So the pacing was way better. Um, it had some animation problems, but it, it wasn't really like a big problem. Um, like what? I think I it, anything. Yeah, it happened when he was fighting the um the, the hollows under the building in the beginning. Um, there was like some some weird shots, but it wasn't really a big problem. Um, but yeah, overall it was really good. I loved. I actually started reading the the, the um thousand blood war shit arc in the, in the manga um it, it didn't really play out the exact same way no it starts off too slow 
not not too slow, but they, they, they did some things differently in the beginning that didn't really happen in the, the manga. Mm-hmm. But it was okay. I'm not saying it's a problem, but um, yeah, it wasn't really expected, but it was really good. Because mm, I read a little bit of the manga as well. That was why I didn't continue it. I was like, it's starting off way too slow for me. Mm. Like, I didn't see anything. I don't remember any of that ha- happening. Um, well, I, don't, I can't say any of it, but I can't remember all that action happening in the first chapter of the... Um, <laughs> No, nah, definitely. It's like a, the opening and shit, so they had yeah, to like, exactly. you know. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> bro. But it just started yeah. off so fire. I, I gave it a ten out of ten. Like I was like, bro, if you haven't watched, if you're a Bleach fan, you haven't watched this new episode of Bleach. You're slacking. Even <laughs> even six was like he had to stop trolling. He had forgot that how much of a Bleach fan he is. Like that episode was fire. That's the thing, though. I think a lot of people like Bleach, but it's like it left a bad taste in their mouth. This one happened with um, the last thing we saw in the anime, which was the full big mark. As I said, it was pretty ass in the anime. So I think a lot of people resented Bleach for it. But, you know, when they got like, you know, good, you know, you know episode, well, I think people remembered what was good about Bleach. Well, specifically, as someone who never really watched Bleach, when you said the ending wasn't really that good, was it like, did something happen that people didn't really want, or was the actual production nah, not up the to par? Arc was terrible. The product, the production itself was was ass. It was like it was the, the animation was trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the pacing was trash, which re- isn't really like an issue with the Fubing arc itself. Like overall, Bleach just has a, a pacing problem, um, and yeah, the fillers were like half of the series, and I think Bleach only has like three hundred episodes, so you know. It wasn't, it wasn't really that good. I will say, production wise, overall. Mm, damn, damn. Well, I ain't gonna lie. If I honestly feel like if I have to watch, and I'm probably not really gonna watch. But again, if you guys are telling me that the manga is probably gonna be like a quicker thing, I'll probably try to dive into it. I have, I don't really read manga that much, but I'll try to see what I could do with my with, with Bleach to see what's going on. I ain't gonna. I, I might just say bump it and just start from. From this new bleach, I ain't gonna lie, just YouTube what happens and <laughs> what happened previously. Uh, we can talk about it. Maybe we'll just fill you in, give you some give you some insight on what's going yeah, on. Yeah, you can you can even watch like videos that give you like um a rundown of what happened. The entire bleach timeline and shit, they're on YouTube and shit, so you know you can watch that. But I guess if you want to have like a deeper understanding and maybe see something that someone else missed or something. Like if you're gonna cover it content wise, I guess you'd we probably want to. Just Google the filler arcs. This I'm just telling you. Just go on Google, look up the filler episodes. You'll cut out and get a hundred and some episodes just from doing that. You're cutting out half of the series, bro. Yeah. yeah. So it is. So it is like a Naruto. uh, Police has a lot of filler uh, filler type of thing. Police has a lot of. Okay. Yeah. All right. Less filler than Naruto, but. In comparison to the episodes, because Naruto yeah. has like 700 episodes, but Bleach has 300. 300. Yeah, and it's like over 100 episodes of filler. At least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, right, I see what's going on. I see what's going on. You do not see. But Bar, but Bar, Bar loves filler, so. I, no, it's I definitely don't love filler. I appreciate it. it. I'll go back and watch filler, but my first rundown of this series, I, I try to skip the filler episodes. It, it, it honestly depends on the type of filler. It, it depends. Like, let's be honest. Like, in North Japan, we've seen some elite fillers. We've seen some fillers with Hagoromo, some some fillers with Kagi Otsuki. We've even seen some of the Itachi fillers. Like, those are some elite fillers. But 
to have just regular fillers like we like for example Kawaki going to the academy I, I don't like those, those fillers too much <laughs> nah like oh, man like they they say that Eisen would you say Eisen is one of the most best written anime villains not the like not the best but like one of the best anime villains yeah definitely I mean, when you talk about like top tier villains, it's definitely like Team and Aizen. They're like, oh, but they, I think they mentioned this other dude. I don't know what his name was. But yeah, Kane <laughs> and Aizen. Like, he said, I mentioned this other dude. I don't remember his name. <laughs> yeah, they mentioned this. I think it's Yami. Not Yami. Yite, Light, or something like that. Light? Light Yagami, or something like that. Yeah, light, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, mm. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. yeah. Light Yagami. Like, yeah, but, but I, yeah. I, is he? I, I'm not sure if he's really a villain. Like, is, is Light really a villain? Yes, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, th- th- that's that's like an actual philosophical question. Was he a villain <laughs> or not? I, see, I, don't see, know. See? I mean, the past hey, what can ask that with good intentions. Good so, like, he had good intentions, but his acts was evil. So, I would I would say he was a he was a villain. Because mm. right. that's like All that's right. like that's like um damn what am I trying to say here what's dude's name from Naruto I already forgot his name Pain no 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 yeah well Pain too like they, they um they had like a, the idea behind what they were doing was pure I guess if you want to give it that but the way they went about it was an evil way of going about it. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I see where you're coming from. So yeah, you can consider him as a villain. Same thing with Aaron Yeager. Right. They, do, he nah, has the most nah, evil nah. life. What are we doing here, bro? Stop this. Uh, right. Can you say Aaron's really a villain though? Aaron, no, no, Aaron, he's, he's a villain. He's a villain. Aaron is the hero of the story. Bro. What are you no, he's a villain. Stop this. Stop <laughs> this. Why? Why would you nah. say Aaron is a villain? <laughs> well, it's just a numbers game. Um, Aaron to certain people is going to be a hero, and Aaron to certain people are going to is going to be a villain. There's a lot more people that's going to view Aaron as a villain than that are, than that are going to view him as a hero. So obviously, he's, you got to be a villain. Nah, nah, I don't think Aaron's a villain. I think <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> It what used to be a it? situation where I, I was concerned for my guy free game, but now I, we we get to the point where I know it's just my guy's garage, bro. <laughs> I bet I'd be legitimately <laughs> concerned, like somebody jumping free game, somebody broke in his house. Yeah. What's gonna should we call the cops? Oh uh, shit! Yeah, no, no, it's just yeah, a garage. I thought it was a earthquake, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, but yeah. So j- just off of that, I think Aaron's definitely got definitely got to be viewed as a villain. I mean, it, again. Certain uh, certain aspects of what he's doing, some people are gonna feel feel like it's it's okay. And I don't necessarily want it to have it to be like, hey, if people view you as a villain, then you're obviously a villain because Itachi is viewed as a villain. But in this particular situation, my guy, um, <laughs> uh, Aaron, he's definitely doing villain like things. Like he's legitimately doing genocide. So he, he's definitely a villain. I gotta put it. All right, I hear you, bro. Mm-hmm. I hear you. These guys need yeah. to need to get caught up, bro. We need to talk about attack and time. Yo, facts, bro. Oh my goodness, man. Yeah. This man mellow, bro. Yo, whenever this man watches Attack on Titan, he's finally gonna see, like, yo, this is the best anime of all time. Bro, I, I, I don't I don't give people people be on, bro. 
you tell people like, yo, this is the GOAT anime. <laughs> yo, didn't they say there's supposed to be a movie for like, um, for the like end season? I'm not even sure, to be honest. I think they yo, said I've been trying to be a movie, but like that, it's not going to be the ending of it, but it's going to be like, um, for like season four. Uh, I'm not sure because I've been ducking and diving. You feel me? Damn it, everything in regards to Attack on Time because I understand that a lot of people don't really have that much respect for the anime only. So I try to keep my anime attack, my Attack on Titan knowledge a little oh. bit slim. You feel me? Oh, online see. knowledge. Oh, you don't read the manga? Nah, definitely not. Nah, you don't nah. know how it ends, bro. Bro, nah. Bro, it, we 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 gotta stop this. It, if 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 it didn't happen in the anime, bro, it just did not happen at all. But no. I personally, but I've been saying this is the reason why I don't really read the Attack on Titan manga. I personally feel like the manga is like spoilers to me. You know, the same way that free game views the spoilers, I view manga, all manga as that. Now I understand that obviously it's actually put out by the actual series and, and everything like that. The production is all there, but I still believe that the 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 best the pinnacle version of 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 entertainment is the anime so to to see the most entertaining thing i have to have it in the most entertaining fashion or most entertaining way it's going to be displayed that's going to be through the anime not through the manga so i can't take my i can't take my experience of attack on titan the go anime by gracing my eyes on the manga i kind of agree with you on that bro because that's how i ruined demon slayer like i have not really watched the demon slayer anime because i ruined it by watching uh, reading a full manga mm-hmm. So I like, but that can you like we we watch? I mean, we read the Boruto manga and stuff like that, and still watch the anime. So like, why is that different than you know any other? Well, Boruto forced me, but I was already corrupted. You feel Boruto forced me. We 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 understood the difference between the anime. We understood the difference between the anime and the manga. You couldn't really survive only off of Boruto anime back in the dark days. When as soon as we seen the Kata organization pop up, we understood like, yo, these are the big dogs. We have to start paying attention to the manga. As soon as Boruto's curse marks started to pop out, how in the world could you just ignore the manga? Like, let's be honest, bro. Hey, that's the same thing for like that's the same thing for um, AOT. Like it, it's so good that yo, I had to read it, bro. I had to know more. The, the difference is that the anime was still on fire. Like, like up until today, like the last thing I seen from the Attack on Titan anime was so good. It makes me want to read the want to read the manga, but I understand the entertainment level is not going to be there. So I'm okay. I'm it satisfied is, with just re- looking at the anime. Bro, I'm satisfied. Titan with is so elite, bro. Like that's one of like like I said, I ruined myself with Demon Slayer. I haven't went back and watched Demon Slayer since it it came. I'm lying. I'm lying. I watched a couple of episodes, but I haven't really been advocate um, avid on watching it. When Attack on Titan came out, even though I read the manga, bro, I was on it. I was on it, like, because I just had to see it in their animation form. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that, that's another thing with these new type of um new type of series. The animation is so good, bro. I don't know, man. It's like you don't want to ruin that. You don't want to ruin that experience, bro. Like, for example, if you told me that I could see um like Dragon Ball Super Bro Broly at manga form like a week before the movie comes out, bro. I don't know. I, 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 that's too difficult. I can't. I can't do that to myself. Hmm, I don't know. Do y'all are are y'all up to date with the Dragon Ball manga at all? Nah. Last thing I heard was that Frieza came back. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that that it, it went on a hiatus. So I think they're supposed to have another manga chapter this month. I believe. Yeah, they went on hiatus last month. So yeah, manga chapter this month. I wonder where the anime. Yeah. They said the anime is coming back next year. You want me on the anime? Uh, what I re- I probably wouldn't review it, but I'd probably talk. I'd talk about it. <laughs> Yo, why do you limit yourself to just boards? So, like, if you're going to watch other stuff, I don't you try to capitalize on it. I don't necessarily want to cover other stuff. Well, covering other stuff, it feels like a job. Do you feel me? It feels like I'm not I'm not watching I'm not watching for entertainment at that particular point. Even though I do get entertainment from Boruto, it's just like now when I'm watching Boruto, I gotta think, oh, this is what I noticed. You feel me? I noticed this, I'm formulating theories and stuff like that. While also into while also enjoying it, whereas if I watch Attack on Titan, it's just pure enjoyment. Because mm, okay. I wonder why you since you love Attack on Titan so much, why you haven't covered it. Uh yeah, that's pretty much why. That's pretty much why. I don't I don't I just want to. I just want to have that for enjoyment. Again, I I think it's the goat series. I still want. I, I think I uh, my garage had opened, so I was kind of um, interrupted when you gave your your thoughts. Why do you think Aaron is a, is a villain? Because because I essentially said that more people view Aaron as a villain. More people think that more people was going to view Aaron as a villain than people that view Aaron as a hero. And I understand some people view him as a hero, but if majority of people view him as, as a villain, and he's doing things to make him villainous to the majority of people, vast majority of people, then he is definitely you, a villain. you mean the people you're talking about the, the characters in the show? Or are you talking about like the people who actually consume the anime? The characters in the show, like he's, he's committing genocide. So yeah, but not against his own people. He's committing genocide against the people that, kind of like enslave them but so that's kind of like more... that's kind of like saying uh, uh what's her name uh that made it the underground railroad you know she was evil because she was trying to get her people out of the enslavement that they were in not really because harriet tubman was saving a bunch of people ah, from harriet being tubman, held you know. capped yeah she was being she was saving a bunch of people who were being held captive and uh, less slavery was a bunch of horrific things but he she was saving essentially them and the people that she was essentially Bro, hurting was okay, the slave so masters was horrible, so, what they were doing to uh aaron's people were horrible feeding them to freaking big ass monsters that wasn't horrible yeah but like harriet tubman didn't necessarily have them like slaughter the rest of the planet <laughs> like like as salvation nah it's just freeing them yeah, i'm sure some people I'm sure, I'm sure they caught a couple bodies on their way if Aaron, if Aaron was to go back to the to to the, to where they were and just say, "Yo, we're gonna now disperse everyone into like random cities and give you random names, and no one's gonna know that you're that you're from here, and everything's everything's gonna be fine." Hey, then he's cool. Then he's not a villain. But what he's doing now, not as villainous. Mm-hmm. Maybe 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 your opinion will change when you get to the ending. Maybe. Yeah, I gotta see. I gotta see. Yo, Attack on Titan brought me through a bunch of hula hoops, a bunch of roller coasters and stuff like that, or brought me through a bunch of hula hoops and on a bunch of roller coasters. I remember around episode three, not episode, uh, season three, my cousin told me that, hey, Aaron Yeager is now on the side of, like, um, Berter and Reynold. I'm like, what are you talking about? Those are the evil guys there with the Titans. They're like, nah, Aaron went with them. Like, what are you talking about? So there's a bunch of stuff that Attack on Titan threw me in regards to like a bunch of plot twists, but as of right now, I think I'm dead set. This man Aaron Yeager is definitely a villain. You'll see, you'll see. I think, yeah, like I said, I think your I think your thoughts will change by the end of the anime. Brad, I'm about to get off topic a little bit, but did y'all see that 
new. It's like a Scooby Doo series. It's called Velma. Nah, bruh. <laughs> you gotta check it out just for the pure fact they have a black Shaggy, and they totally change what dude look like, bro. I would drop it in Discord. That shit is funny as hell. I saw Velma, but I didn't see. It. Oh yeah, I did see Shaggy. Yeah, I'm looking at it on YouTube right now. I'm sure. Oh, you see it on YouTube? <laughs> but the hey, thing there's is like it, a teaser. Oh, okay, yeah, they said they took um, they took Scooby away though, which is kind of weird. Like he's like the main character, so there's no Scooby Doo in this. Yeah, how is there no the the, the the that's like one of the main guys, like the dog. That's, that's the saying. guy. Yeah, they have every other character, but they don't have Scooby. But it's supposed to be yeah, that's like centered around Velma. This show. They want to be I ready. guess so. It's a spinoff. Yeah, I guess so. What'd you I say, guess kiddo? so. Hmm? Nah, kiddo was saying so. What'd you say? Oh, uh, no, I just said that they want to be, like, realistic, I suppose. How is that real? What makes it realistic, just having a black shaggy? No, not nah, having Scooby a talking, be talking dog, you know? Yes. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Right, they can have but then again, he gets dumb high, and that's the only time he can understand Scooby. That's I mean, they possible. Could, they could make him yo, dumb. I, yo, to be honest, when I was a kid, I never really realized that Shaggy was high. I didn't either. They had to tell me like they was high, but because I ain't know like the side effects of being high, like the munchies and like being all slow and stuff like that. I was a kid. So, but when I started getting yeah, older and they like starting to make the parallels to me, I was like, okay, yeah, this nigga's baked out his mind. Yeah, yeah. facts. It's different. I, 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 I just thought he was a bum. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yeah. Basically, that's what I thought too. Yeah, this guy's just a bum, bumming for food. Like, yeah. His shirt was always, he always looked like he had a, uh, a very cheap shirt and pants on and. When you got thong sandals on, bro, that, that, that just screams poor. <laughs> well, yo, I, I'm looking at the trailer for Velma. Is Velma black as well? What's going on here? Nah, she's yeah. she's that chick from The Office. I don't know if you remember that Indian chick from The Office. Uh, damn, what was her name? Can't remember what her name is. Yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I, know yeah, you're talking so, about. I forgot uh, her name, too. She actually is the um, director, I guess, if you want to say, of that show. Of this? Yeah. Oh, this is fire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think that she's just trying to make it a little bit more ethnic. Mm-hmm. That's that's nice. So you can say she's probably like Indian, I guess, if you want. Oh, that's fire. I'll take it. I'll take it. I was about to tee off on it, but I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, what's it called? I want... Oh, my God. Free game. Got company. But I want to talk about the... um. I know this this might be just me, but I want to talk about Boruto a bit because the, the chapter is about to come out or the spoilers is about to come out before our next podcast. So I want to see exactly what we what we thinking. It's probably going to go down in the next chapter. Mm. Wait, what happened in the last game? Nothing. Just yeah, like essentially. No, um, yeah, basically, what happened in the last one? Uh, they they essentially gave Team Seven the plan. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and Ada heard everything. Chick, uh, the. Boruto and uh, yeah. Kawaki is supposed to share a room with Ada. Yeah, Ooh. we didn't get any code. We didn't get any updates about specifically how, how far Ada and, and Damon are. So a, a bunch of stuff like that. A couple business days away. 
Yeah, a couple business days they wait on Carmelo. Three business days. Um, I mean, if we get anything in the next chapter, what I would like to see, because for the Boruto manga, pretty much been throwing us for a loop, as far as like the prediction wise. What I would like to see is more cold. I want to see what what's going on with him and the Tentels and that army that he's building up. Maybe a little bit of information on his plan, what he's intended to do with them. Um, I honestly really think that he's going to attack the village before anybody gets there. So I don't, yeah, that's, that's basically what I think is going to happen. Hopefully if they want to bring some action into it, that's what happens or another village. I see what you mean. What you thinking, Mel? Oh my bad. He moved his, uh, his knight in a, in a weird position. Um, Boruto. Um, hopefully we get some cold stuff. I think that'll be pretty cool. Um, finally, is my mic even on Discord? Hold on, okay, it is cool. <laughs> Just fucking talking like you know, shit about hears me. Yeah. Um, no. Um, hopefully we'll get some cold stuff. Um, I want to see what, what he actually has in the store. Um, uh, I'm not really sure if we'll get any backstory stuff at all though, because I think they'll save that for like the anime. I think more so to flesh that out. Um, I'll be interested to see. If they'll have a motto, Ada and Damon show up at the village, or are we going to draw that out a little bit more? And then, if so, what exactly happens in between their, um, you know, them leaving and then, well, them calling and then them getting there? So, um, I don't know what kind of story outside of code that they can tell. Uh, that'd be pretty mm-hmm. interesting. And I'm also cool. curious to see if, like, what, what Kawaki will do. Will he tell anybody that he thought he saw Momoshiki? And what does that even mean with the whole Momoshiki stuff? is is about so there's some things i'm interested in for sure mm-hmm. well with me personally it's like you speak you speak about something very interesting you essentially said that you think that they're going to hold cold's backstory for the anime i think that's definitely possible but since now we're getting ada and damon essentially coming into the fold of the main characters i'm thinking that they could possibly do like a flashback and see some of the so we could see some of the origins of their past maybe that's that right there could also possibly be in the manga we've seen the past of kawaki we've seen the past of cold a bit when he was actually getting the karma seal we've seen essentially a lot of characters and especially the villains we've seen their past so i'm thinking that maybe we could possibly get theirs especially if in the next chapter and this right here might not actually happen but Whatever chapter that they actually do touch down the Hidden Leaf Village, I wouldn't be too surprised if we do see something to actually give us some sort of insight about specifically where they came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Maki, what you thinking? How you thinking next chapter going to go? Um... Boruto. Uh, next chapter. <laughs> um, <laughs> bro, just just say what we all think, bro. Just go ahead. Say. I don't know. I don't know, bro. I, I, I guess. Pause. I guess next chapter we'll probably get um. Well, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that rain or something, bro? <laughs> Oh what I I don't know like oh is it me I don't know I think it's you I don't know I don't know what's going on hmm. maybe you're listening what is that? to oh I think it's Melon is that Melon wait what he's hearing rain 
think it's different. like the white noise in your mic. So. My mic? Hold on. Yeah. Alright, what were you saying, Kiddo? Oh, you must be hearing my AC. Okay, cool. Mm. Oh, yeah, I was saying that um, I think it's probably going to start off with, uh, you know, Ada arriving at the village. Well, maybe moving in. I think they're going to commit to it because they spent, like, the entire chapter talking about it. You know, Ada moving in with Boruto, laying out the plan and all that jazz. So it would be weird if they don't commit. I mean, that would be, like, a complete waste of a chapter, to be honest. So I think they're going to do it. You know, it might not last very long. It might see that it might only last for that chapter, to be honest. And it would be kind of weird if Code doesn't attack because it, it has been a while, you know, since he, you know, did the old Juby thing. But, you know, how manga works, they could just say that, you know, that happened afterwards, but it showed it before, you know, they could say anything really. We don't know when it took place exactly. Um, so it could be that you know, this, all of this happens over the, the space of like three days. You know, I think code ends up coming in at the end of the chapter and, you know, end up fighting code. So I think I think that's probably how it plays out because two things, they set up code attacking the village. They set up Ada, you know, moving in with Boruto and they spent an entire chapter doing it. So I think they need to do both pretty soon. No, that's not bad. I mean, obviously we obviously we talked about code potentially attacking before they actually do pull up. I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm on that I'm on I'm on that wave that Kido Maki was talking about. I think that it's possible that Cole just doesn't really do anything. He just continues to actually formulate his plan for in the future. I, again, it might just be me. I might just be too cocky, but I, I've been saying this for a minute. I just don't really see Cole being able to actually take on all four of Kawaki, Boruto, Naruto, and Sasuke. I think that's completely out the window. Even though he did get a lot stronger, I just don't really see it. So I think that they're probably going to actually go into that ada and damon actual you know content house that they got going on hopefully it's going to be entertaining <laughs> i mean yeah and and the next thing that honestly we might actually see i mean as of right now it might not really seem like it but the villain that we're probably going to be having to pay attention to the most is probably going to be momoshiki otsuki because as of right now he seems to be like laying out his plan a lot essentially in conjunction with code as well just like how code is scheming momoshiki is scheming as well and momoshiki is going to be a lot more prevalent in the series because he's essentially in the same body as board so so i i, I really think the content house is going to have a lot to do with momoshiki i'm excited to see exactly how, how they how they handle it so you think it's going to be more of momoshiki in the next chapter I wouldn't say the next chapter. I think I think like the whole the whole content house. I mean, I, assuming that they're not, it's not just going to be only one chapter. I think some of the biggest problems is going to be bored. So now, obviously, Kawaki and Ada are probably going to have their problems. They're going to have their entertaining moments and things such as that. But I think some of the more pertinent damage and stuff that could potentially come about is going to be bored. So, like, let's be honest. If Momoshiki takes over Boruto again, there isn't necessarily like any any strong like set, strong like confirmation that Kawaki just doesn't kill Boruto again. Does Boruto even, does Boruto, would Boruto even accept that? Would Boruto legitimately tell Kawaki like, yo, don't kill me if Momoshiki takes me over again? I think that Boruto would be willing to give, give his life again. Like, you you don't think they're going to, because they kind of like ended the chapter off with a cliffhanger on that. You don't think Sasuke is going to bring that up to Naruto and like try to investigate more of what's going on with Boruto? Yeah, but just like in the last um last chapter, they did say that this right here is essentially like a safe space for Boruto as well. Like they're essentially holding holding him on house arrest. So even though they could potentially get more information, they can't necessarily do anything with that information 
unless they say, hey, unless they figure out the information and say, hey, all right, now we need to really put my guy board so under a jail cell or something like that. That's probably not going to happen. So I think that the course of action that they're taking as of right now is probably going to be the most core or the, the most things that they could actually do. But again, I mean, I, I don't know what to tell Sasuke and Naruto. <laughs> I don't know what to tell Sasuke and Naruto. Nah, because like, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, they ended off with that cliffhanger, so I don't, I don't know. Like, Sasuke is the type of person who likes to dive deep in this stuff when he starts to get on a little feeling. So I, I don't know. Maybe we will get more, you know, Momoshiki action or Momoshiki information on what his plan is, or you know, Sasuke just investigating more of what's going on with Boruto and Momoshiki and being more curious and having more dialogue with Boruto. It's possible since he's in the village now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the other thing is, like, with Momoshiki, like, everything that's that they're going through as of right now is, like, completely uncharted water. Like, for example, when Naruto had Karma and Karma was potentially going rough start and everything like that, they had some, like, groundwork and some actual ideas set in place of specifically how to handle Naruto if certain things actually do happen. Like, they, they were able to tighten the seal. They were able to, to do more things to suppress Karma. With Momoshiki, no one has any idea specifically what to do unless they have Tonete come down again, which, again, we were probably not really banking on that because we haven't really seen him in the manga yet this momoshiki thing is a complete unknown what chapter number is this going to be 73 i think 74 if i'm not mistaken 74 oh, shit. Right. i might be wrong i'm gonna check right now people will be asking for timestamps in the comments bro this be the hardest thing me keeping up with the actual timestamps in the conversation because i'll be forgetting yeah, I'll, I'll be trying to do them and then i'll just forget for a whole 30 minutes and then we off. No. Yeah, I feel you. I, I used to I used to be on that too. That's how it be. Yeah, you completely yeah. lost. Yeah, you the one who taught me yeah. how to do it. I was like, yo, what the heck? The last podcast I just watched it all the way through from the beginning to the end, time stamped it. Oh, yeah. Two oh. my life. Yeah, one of the things that that was actually that that was actually to, that was actually spoke about like a couple of weeks ago was that was that this current arc is essentially coming to an end. Like, you know, obviously, I mm-hmm. did make a video about this. The mm-hmm. arc, the anime arc, yeah. Oh, the anime arc. Okay, sorry. I thought she was talking yeah, about that, the manga arc. Nah, 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 that I. <laughs> I wish we knew when that arc was coming to an end, <laughs> so we could start preparing for the time skip. But with this one right here, like, what do y'all expect for the next arc to be? That's crazy because I haven't even finished this arc. Um, I'm not that far behind. I think I just didn't see the last episode, so I don't know what happened as far as like the person being kidnapped. I think that teacher is still sus, but I don't know. I could be wrong. I haven't watched the last anime episode. But the next arc, though, um, hmm, they took Boruto and Sarda out of the picture. Um. Let me see. I think it should be something concerning. This is probably going to be cliche and like what everybody would think. Something concerning Cold, since Cold is the next, really the next villain um, in the manga. Maybe give us. And they kind of left off with Cold and. Um, what is his name? Otsuki Dang, a freaking fly is going to annoy me. Uh, Sorry. Cold and Ishiki? Uh, it's Cold and Ishiki. Sorry. Uh, fly is throwing me off. Yeah, so we got the Code and Ishiki dialogue. So I think it would be interesting for us to go into like a little a little mini code arc. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe dive into yeah. some more car inners that are not car inners, sorry, car outers that are still out there. Yeah, one thousand percent. I mean, I kind of talked about that as well. I mean, I, I personally feel like it's like one of the perfect times to actually have that transitional arcs to where it's not necessarily fully like a manga trend, a manga adaptation, but it's some hints and some sort of like some sort of uh, ideas from the manga, like. And it's going to be even more important as of right now, Malin, because we did leave off on like kind of in the middle of a chapter, which is kind of weird. But right where we left off, the next kind of panels were like Code essentially revealing like he has the white karma seal. Now, I don't necessarily expect us to see a complete reveal that Code has like a white karma seal as of yet. But like, I wouldn't be totally surprised if they started to hint towards that in the future. Like maybe Code, they, they show a little bit more of the experimentation of Code actually, you know, getting a karma seal. And we were kind of talking about how they could potentially show Code's backstory in the anime. I think that right there would be one of the most, be- one of the best times, like the actual backstory arc before we dive into Code as an actual villain. Clever. What you thinking, though? I agree. I do agree. Um, I think the anime, on average, just fleshes out things in a way that the manga just can't, based off the pacing and whatnot. And at this point, I don't think it's it's even... Um, it doesn't make sense to even assume that the manga will flesh things out in a satisfactory way. Um, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It just is what it is. So, yeah, no, I think the anime is going to be the saving grace. Honestly, the anime is going to make or break the Boruto series by the end of it all. Um but yeah, no, I mean, there's like a handful of things that you can look forward to. Maybe like five things, right? The code stuff, what he's going to do and a potential backstory with that. The dynamic between uh, Kawaki, like you mentioned before, Kawaki, Borto, uh, Damon, Ada, so on and so forth. Um, how will that, you know, work itself out? You can kind of take a look at um, if Ada has some kind of ties to the Otsuki via the visual pattern of her Sinrigan, the Otsuki on the moon, see if that works its way out. Um, something similar to that. What what is Momoshiki up to? That's number four. What is Momoshiki doing? What, what what is he plotting? What is he planning? What's it, what's his overall goal? I suppose the fifth thing would be Amato, and you know what plans does he have for Kawaki's karma? He still needs to explain that. Um, and then if I had to throw in the sixth one, um, you know, whatever calamity that Momoshiki envisions, is it caused by him or is it caused by a third party? And if so, could it be the third party that you know Toneri's talking about in the anime? If they want to connect everything together. Um, right, the gods are will soon descend upon this land, but he thinks he's the only Otsusuki remaining that, that the clan will die out with him. So, when he says the gods are coming, who is he talking about? Clearly, not the Otsusuki. So, there's clearly a third party in play. Those kind of things are really interesting. Um, and then, like a seventh one, maybe like the time travel element, multiple realities, time travel. If you want to just throw in, you know, like Bar says, the tinfoil hat in the ring, maybe mm-hmm. something interesting there, but um. Yeah, no, I I think Boruto, um, chapter seventy four, I think it is. Um, it's I'm not gonna say it's gonna make or break it, but um, seventy three for me personally, I'm not passionate about the series anymore from seventy three. Um, and then f- seventy four, I mean, they they have to come in, you know, you know, guns blazing for me. So I'm expecting them to turn up, uh, and and I think they have to based off of what what we saw from this last chapter, uh. Now, how, how that's going to work itself out, who, who knows? But hopefully, no more introducing new characters. Um, maybe, I don't even want a backstory at this point. I need some action. Um, and I'm not even an action-heavy guy, but I think um, another dialogue-heavy chapter. I'm not going to say it will be the nail in the coffin, but eh, 
it's going to be pretty damn hard out here for Boruto content creators if that's all you covering. Um, if we get another dialogue heavy chapter, that's not really telling shit, but the same stuff that we knew prior. So, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts on the chapter seventy uh, four. Um, I, I mean, I guess you can throw in like an eighth one. I guess um, the training aspect, like how the how the characters scale power wise. Um, I think I mentioned this before, where um, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, um, I I believe that. Shikamaru's playing Ada for a fool by telling her, or rather saying out loud what he knows she would like to hear, but covertly they're communicating via Eno or some kind of telepathy. It would make sense since it's been established already. Um, and it seems a little weird how they're disseminating information that we, the viewer, already knows. So that, that seems a little strange. Just something weird about the whole you know, plan in and of itself seems a little short-sighted for Shikamaru. So that that could be another aspect at play. Like, what is the real goal if there is another mission covertly that's being disseminated? And um, Mitsuki and Sarada power scaling to the uh, Otsutsuki. I think that would be like the 10th or 9th one. I, I lost count. But those would be like the, the, the major things that are happening right now in the story. So we'll see how that parses itself out. Yeah, I see what you mean. It, well, we ain't here from Kitomaki. So yeah, Kitomaki, you got anything to add? I was, I was going to piggyback with that. Mm-hmm. All right, so I haven't watched the anime since January, so I have no idea what's going on. So I, will, I won't even comment on that. Um, but manga-wise, I think... So we already spoke about this earlier on, but I think if we're going out like, long-term predictions, I think they could, like, you know, as Melo said, you know, focus on the Otsutsuki gods. I'm tired of Code, to be honest. I've never liked him. I don't think I ever will. So I think, you know, for <laughs> me... For me personally, I think they should move on from the character. But you know, other other you know, um, viewers might like the character and want to see more of him. So I guess that's fine. Um, for me personally, I think they should just kill him. You know, move on. You know, get something and some new characters in, or you know, I don't know, but do something different. Tired of hearing about Code Ada. You know, murder everyone. Move on to the Otsutsuki, the Otsutsuki plot. Um, I, I think that's the more interesting aspect of Boruto. It has always been the more interesting aspect of Boruto, but. For some reason, I don't know. They just don't want to focus on it. So um, more Tsutsuki, less cyborgs, less cold specifically. Um, anime-wise, I guess I could say, I don't know what arc they're on right now, but if they're going to go into a new arc, I guess they could, you know, talk about like maybe. I, I think I remember specifically what, you know, if it was Naruto or Naruto Shippuden or something. But you have like these arcs that focus more on like the more um interesting aspects of the story. Uh that you know go more in depth that than what the manga did, you know? So they, they think they could do that with the Otsutsuki. Have Sasuke do something, I don't know, that revolves around like Kaguya scrolls or something. Uh give give us like some more information on Toneri. Um, you know, if maybe hint that Urashiki is still alive or something, like even if Orshiki is not a part of the, the manga, so they can literally do anything with that character. It literally does not matter. They they can do anything, right? Like give us like a good arc, you know, like reintroduce Orshiki or something. Like give us some Otsutsuki, you know, type shit. That's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, but yeah, that's those are my my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, um, one more thing: read JJK and Kaiju number eight. Bro. This guy is yeah. always. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, kiddo, question for you. 
Mm. Who's the better MC? Naruto or Ichigo? Naruto or Ichigo? Mm-hmm. Um, I. The thing is that I, I. I don't really look at MC. I don't know how to grade an MC because, like, they're all basically the same thing. Like they have the well, same arcs, they have the same. Per- well, Ichigo is more of a, a serious character. I would say it's more reminiscent. Yeah, it's more reminiscent of maybe War Arc Naruto rather than um, early series Naruto. But Ichigo has always been the same. He never changes. He's just like the same character from episode one. I don't know. I, I don't know about that. The manga, you know, um, what's it called? Thousand Year Blood Death or whatever. I don't know about that. But uh, based on what we saw, you know, from episode one. Uh, to like the Fulgrim arc, his big personality wise, he's the same character. His drive is he, he's, he's powered by the same thing the power of friendship, you know, protecting people. Um, so I, I don't know. Naruto as a character, I think Naruto he grew, he grew as a person overall, especially when it comes to like um pain arc. I can see a visible change in Naruto's character. So there, there's like a progression, of course, you have like the rest, the um. The regressive arcs and the regressive moments in the series for him but you know overall as a character he grew i maybe i'm not remembering correctly because i haven't watched bleach you know even though i, I read the full arc but as i said like he's to me he seems like the same character so there's not much growth maybe it's just perfect from day one and he's just better i don't know but yeah i don't know maybe naruto i suppose mm. you want to tell something about that yeah, with me, I've always said I, I think the main character mold right now, it's just way too much mimicking the Goku and Naruto type of thing which kind of made me like really like a character like Ichigo. He seems a bit different even though I haven't necessarily fully seen Bleach from what I've seen, he seems a bit different I've always thought that um, series that kind of take that stance of not necessarily having the stereotypical type of main character role, they're kind of making their own job a little bit harder but also trying to captivate a different type of audience but also bring something new to the audience that did actually see the Naruto's and the Goku's I always thought that that right there was, was like super brave of like series to actually try that not only that that's one of the reasons why I really like Attack on Titan. They started off at that Naruto and Goku type of build for Eren, but then they slowly transitioned to something completely new and mimicked a little bit more of like a Sasuke type of feel. So I, I like that. Yeah, that's true. Wait, what do you mean by that? By like Eren had the Goku Naruto type. At first, he was like the wide-eyed kid. You feel me? Like he loved everything about <laughs> <laughs> everything about like Titan hunting and things like that. It was like, like, like he looked. Through, it was like so, like super childish. But as as you go as you go along, and I'm pretty sure like there is even memes of like showing side by sides of Aaron. It's like his eyes get lower. He gets more wrinkles. It's like he gets hardened as a character. And that right there in itself is like again not something that like a lot of series actually do and for them to actually take that leap and actually make it a lot more darker i thought that right there was just very very brave as a series it's just real life it's letting you know that as a kid you think shit's sweet and then you become an adult and you realize that fucking shit sucks (laughs) just a parallel to real life bro just a parallel to real life yeah that would be nah but um as far i i think I don't know. Ichigo, he went through a slight character change. Like, he, at the beginning of the series, he was just like the punk kid who was beating up everybody. 
I mean, not really a punk kid because he was actually like trying to protect people, I guess. But like he was like just beating up high school kids, and then he obtained a power that he never knew about. And then he found, oh shit, I'll be giving up stuff. Never mind. Can't really go on uh, too much. Then Barb can't really watch the series. Oh, bro, I yeah. told you, bro. I'm getting spoiled regardless, bro. I'm getting <laughs> spoiled regardless, bro. I'm not. I'm not doing a traditional <laughs> read through or watch through. Bleach is an interesting series, bro. I think you should watch it the traditional way. It's just that it's so much episodes, bro. It's so much episodes, bro. It's not that many episodes. We just told you that, like, I don't. Uh, trust me, Bleach is like one one thirty episodes max, bro. Right, you be good. I'm telling you, just. One day, uh, one day, just watch two episodes, two episodes a day. All right, I'll start that. I'll see what's going on. I say that like I sit down and actually consume anime. Yeah, right. Yo, I was thinking about like us, like us doing like um, like a watch through of like anime series, and I was thinking like, yo, what if we if we if we legitimately sit through like like a big anime like One Piece, for example, like we we wouldn't finish that <laughs> for like. Two three years, bro. Bro, what? How's <laughs> this, <just>, bro? <laughs> no, nah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, rock out, rock out. No, no, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Well, I was about to say, like, even if we do like ten episodes a week, like, it's we still like, we still like two years deep, still reading through, and and One Piece is gonna be still putting out episodes. Man, I think if you want to catch up on One Piece, you might as well just read the manga. That's the thing. That's the thing, bro. Like, One Piece reminds me of um. That's just a whole chapter book. What's it called again? You know those those ongoing shows. You have this show on TV called Generations and shit. Like Family like, Guy and, been... um, and um, yeah. What's that show called? Those those twenty one season shows and shit. Yeah, 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 like, like Grey's Anatomy, bro. Grey's oh, Anatomy, it just never movies. ends. It's like it's like life itself. Exactly. So yeah, probably. But I I think I think a see a good series knows when to end. Yeah. I I wouldn't com- I'm not gonna comment and say One Piece is bad because I ever I never watch it or right? what I watch you know maybe 21 episodes or something. It was mid to me, mm. but you know maybe it's good to other people. Nah, you be but I would say, in Discord. You don't, don't, don't we try to be a little, little soft on nah, the podcast? Nah. <laughs> you call it a mid piece. <laughs> nah, nah, well, everything is made until I watch it. You know, I, I always say, I always say, if I haven't, if I haven't watched it, it's probably mid. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is crazy, uh, bro. <laughs> I must start saying that too, man. If I watch it, it's probably mid. So yeah, but yeah, I think it should probably work wrap up you know um what's that show called uh freaking um full metal alchemist brotherhood like that because mm. the anime actually knew in the end like people be asking like bro what's your favorite part of it? i don't remember because i haven't watched it in so long but it's like one of my favorite one of my favorite animes because the ending is just is just so poetic like i, I love the whole series and it ended perfectly I, I think some series are just supposed to end like come on like you don't need to keep keep on hashing out the story when there's nothing else to really tell on it. Like what if Dragon Ball just ended at the um at the end of the Freeze arc 
and it didn't continue from there. Bro, we'd have never got the goat boo arc, bro. Why are we still throwing Come shade on, at the bro, boo the arc? The boo arc is terrible. All right, so it's not that terrible, oh, but it just has terrible this, moments and it's too spread out. Like, the, <laughs> the Frieza arc was spread out? Oh, my goodness. Bro, the boo arc was... It, we just had, like, just episodes that were unnecessary. That's why Kai well, cut man. out, like, a whole huge chunk of the boo arc. <laughs> No, well, Kai cut out a huge chunk of everything. Yeah, everything but that was considered filler. The boo arc and a lot of a, a lot of the Saiyan arc was kind of filler. Remember that Snake Way thing? The whole Snake Way thing? What Goku was going through? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, yo, I forgot specifically what it is, but she, he, he ran into like a lady that was yeah. completely filler. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that chick. She had a crush on him. Yeah, definitely. But I don't know. I don't know. I like. I even like some of the filler around the boot arc, bro. My guy went to like other worlds, trained, went Super Saiyan two, and then learned Super Saiyan three for that for that tournament, bro. Even the even the filler around that arc was gold, bro. The best thing about that arc was um, Gogeta. Mm, I, I like the Majin Vegeta. That was like one of my favorite parts. Well, that's alright. Then mm-hmm. uh, it was a little bit too spread out, bro. It was it was dragged on. Yeah, I see what you mean. If it ended, all right, all right, all right, all right. If it ended at the Android Saga, bro, I still like the Boo I arc, bro. I don't, I don't know, bro. All right, so you would end it at the Boo arc then? I wouldn't I even, I wouldn't even do that because I heard the Goku Black arc thing that was elite. Yeah, no, no, because that's what we was talking about, like, series that, like, just know when to end. Like, if Dragon Ball would have ended at, like, the, um, at the end of, like, the the Frieza saga, after that ended, I think it would have been more regarded as... Nah. You don't think so? Nah, I think... The thing with Dragon Ball is that it's pretty smart. I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's planned or anything. It could be that they just, like accidentally did it but they have this thing where they'll go on break for like like a few years or a decade decade <laughs> that yeah give, you <laughs> give the fans years. like a break from the series you for know say okay years. cool you know? yeah you know let them breathe let them grow you know? up let them grow up let them want more then they come back again you know so it doesn't feel as if it's it's this 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 like thing that's just continuously going on and going on and going on it doesn't know when to end because it has ended multiple times not permanently but it gives us like a long ass break, you could call it, and then then he comes back revamped with something else with new stories that has the same beats, to be honest. But because you haven't seen it in a very long time, it just seems new in some sense. You know, it seems refreshed. I would say. So I think that's the difference with like a Dragon Ball Z and a One Piece. One Piece just never ends. It's like a TV show; it's just every week. You know, DBZ takes like ten years, comes back. You know, like it, it gives you time to want more. The thing with Dragon Ball that kills me though is like when it does go on hiatuses like that, like the the community makes better material than the actual like like the actual show. I, I see a lot of fan animation that's better than the actual show. Like damn, they should actually I mean, incorporate this. Like dang, but they never do it. I mean, yeah, because I think Dragon Ball Z has the opportunity to be a, a lot more like toonish or childish or like have a lot more imagination whereas i don't know not with nards on other series it's a lot more stringent it's like the toony type of thing where 
One Piece has it as well, or and Dragon Ball has it as well, but a lot of other series kind of don't. But uh, speaking of the speaking of ending series early, a lot of people say that Naruto should have ended at the pain arc. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, if it ended at the pain arc, like there there are multiple story threads that would just like fall flat. Reminds me of, like Game of Thrones. You know? So I, I doubt it would make sense. I mean, it did wrap up one storyline, but not all of them. Sasuke mm-hmm. is still out there. The Okage thing is still out there. Obito is still out there. Like, there are so many things going on there. <laughs> that I don't know. Yeah, true. I, never I see what you mean. And that the pain art. No, yeah, that's a popular say, like, thing. Yeah, people completely hate the whole war arc. They think it's like all like completely like fan service i i personally think that the war arc is probably one of the best arcs of the entire series so i don't i don't mind it but some people do believe that naruto was a little bit too far especially after um madara died and kage came back people thought it should have ended with madara some people think it should have ended possibly even with obito i'll give it madara but i wouldn't end it at pain uh because even though like I don't want it to happen to Boruto, so the little cliche thing of him becoming friends with uh, Momoshiki, it was dope seeing Kurama and, and Naruto actually like come together as one. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't end it that pain. I believe Kage was just just like introduced to to make Boruto possible. I don't know. I don't think. I, I think. I don't think they were thinking about Boruto at all at that time. Nah. No, it definitely was. Like they had like Momoshiki and Kinshiki in the um, anime and shit. Um, so yeah, they were definitely planning on Boruto. I think he was like writing Boruto at that time, right? Because they had the movie and shit. That's why. Um, yeah, Naruto the I last think first. That's, oh, that's Naruto the last, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, thinking about Boruto. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, no, I, I mean. Mo- the thing that Momoshiki was mm. in the anime, right? So uh, they definitely. When was Momoshiki in the anime? They had the um silhouette, the silhouette of Momoshiki, Kinshiki, and Urashiki. They said that these are the people Kaguya created the um the Tsutsuki army, the Zetsu army to fight. They said that in Naruto. They said it in Boruto. Oh yeah, nah. yeah, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Wait, did they? I don't. I don't remember seeing the silhouettes though of them. I remember them bringing that up. Like, there were people that I was supposed to come, well, other Osusis I was supposed to be coming after. I don't remember a silhouette nah. in Naruto. Yeah. Yeah, they brought up the silhouettes for all three of them uh, and oh, showed yeah. them and said it was in the, um, it was around the time when Agarumo was talking to, like, Naruto and Sasuke, I think, I believe. When he gave them the six pass abilities? Yeah, I think around that time, it's either when he gave them the power and he was explaining about his mother um, and why she did what, what she did, or it was around yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was around that time, and then Kaguya, well, in, in Kaguya's mind, she was essentially imagining three strange Otsuki figures, and it kind of showed the outline. It was like it was like super famous, especially after Momoshiki and, and Kinchik were revealed, and then we find out, like, yo, it's still a third one left. Like, who's the third one? Lo and behold, it became Urushiki Otsutsuki. Yep. Oh, shit. What do you think of Urushiki? That's a lot Wow. Bro. Urushiki is, is the strongest. He's the strongest of the clan, bro. This is a fact, man. <laughs> this is a fact. This is a fact. Man. That should have been Boruto's vessel. Or he, uh, Boruto should have been his vessel. 
Yo, it'll be insane if he actually does come back because everybody's been saying that maybe Arishiki's not dead. Like, if he really does come back, bro, it got to be something insane, bro. It can't just be no regular Urushiki, bro. Uh, bro, that's how Sasuke get his Renegon back. I wish, man. Yo, if they do something to help Sasuke out, bro, I'd love the writers forever. Even though I think it's completely unlikely, bro. Because think about it. Remember they used, they thought that Momoshiki made Naruto or Sasuke his vessel. Uh, vessel. Vessel. Remember? Or Shiki. Mm-hmm. Sasuke was, it was the only one in that arc. And it kind of like hinted towards Sasuke losing his Renegon because he had the eye patch over it. Even though that was because he wanted to hide it because he didn't want to buy it. And then that was like who he was. And so he got the Renegon. But... I say all that to say this. I think it was all foreshadowed that Sasuke is actually Orishiki's vessel. And that's how he gets his Renegon back. He's going to have a red, blue, and purple one. I, here's the thing. If, Urushiki, if Sasuke is Orishiki's vessel, he'd essentially like already be like... He'd be showing signs already. Like He'd already know he has a karma seal. So I, it's hey, a good hey. idea. But his karma seal that's... is on his ass. That's why Sasuke was able to send oh, Momoshiki. <laughs> oh, it's not, it's in his eye socket, bro. S tier theory. It's oh. in his eye socket, bro. It's on his eye socket. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, bro, you never know, man. Maybe that is the situation, bro. Yo, if, if it does come to fruition that my guy Sasuke actually does have a karma seal. Maybe we could finally get to see an elite an elite level Sasuke power up. Maybe we could finally get to see Sasuke with a horn, be Kawaki and Jigen's level. Finally get to see that, my guy. Hmm. I would love to see it. I would love to see it, but you know that's not going to happen. It was really me just trolling, so I'm glad you went along with it. Bro, but, bro well, I don't know, bro. I'm still holding on to the idea that Naruto and Sasuke, they're not, they're not done, bro. They're gonna get some sort of power up in the future. We're gonna get to see him be involved in the series. We just want I just wanna know how they're gonna actually do it. Oh that's very interesting. Um my boy Jay, thank you for being a, a, a member for two months. Um Jay says, um, who's smarter out of James St. Patrick or Shikum Shikamaru? Uh you mean James St. Patrick from Power? Like that James St. Patrick is, is that is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I Just was about to say who's Jack. James St. Patrick? <laughs> James St. Shigamaru is smarter. I'm just gonna say that. I'm not right. I just got done watching Power, so maybe that's what he's talking about. Um, I, don't, I don't think anybody else in the podcast would know what the hell's going on, so I, I'll answer that one for you. Um, Shigamaru is smarter, one thousand billion trillion percent. Unless you're talking about like, unless this is one of those rare moments where there's another brother named James St. Patrick in Borzo. <laughs> I don't. I can't speak to that, bro. I don't know. But uh, you have to ask Naruto to explain on that one. Um, but well, nah, he's definitely check Suppose. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. That's ghost. Yeah, that's ghost. Okay, you talking about ghost? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Bro, I'm not gonna ask you why. You remember? That was your question. I I asked it. Fucking Shikamaru. There you go. There you go. But yeah, thank you for the support, buddy. I completely understand that. I go back and forth and, and kind of compare anime characters to IRL characters. I, I say IRL, IRL characters like these aren't fake shows, but like for <laughs> example, we we talk about Scandal a lot, like Commanders or or Shikamaru. Did you ever I finish Scandal? Don't. By the way, yeah, definitely. You did, huh? Definitely. Um, I don't quite remember what the ending was. I'm not sure if I finished it. Have you ever seen How to Get Away with Murder? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You finished that? Definitely. 
is it good? Is it worth my time? Because I want to start over from the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, it's worth it. I feel like um, it doesn't really get... it. It's all it, The whole thing is good. But the last season specifically, it gets like goat tier. That's when it gets goat tier. Okay, because there's, there's this light-skinned dude on there with like this long fucking neck. And I, and I watch these kind of shows with like my mom and stuff and my sisters. So like the, the season one, I was like, yo, this dude's neck is just eerily long. I can't get over like how creepy this is. Like I could not watch it because that dude's neck was just too long. Giraffe ass boy. So yeah, no, um, I faded out of that one, but I might, I might have to go back and watch that one. Yeah, I hate that guy, man. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, bro. He's one of the main characters, but I, I just didn't like him. I didn't like him. Okay, okay. The whole well, um, my bad. We're, we're with James St. Patrick versus Shikamaru Nara. Hell of, a, hell of a question, my friend. Yeah, insane. What was it? Uh, Sasuke power up or something? For what? Oh, no, we just trolling. Oh, the question. Like, I think you were saying um, Sasuke, you, you still believe they'll get a power up or something? Oh, yeah, this yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm just this. This might just me. We were just talking about the Urushiki thing. Possibly he is possibly he, uh, Sasuke has a karma seal, and obviously that right there is like an insane example. But I just think something's gonna happen. We we gonna get something with Sasuke. Sasuke has a karma, huh? Interesting. Now I I, I agree that something has to happen for sure. Um. Uh. Yeah. No. I think. Um. You just look at how they've been treating Sasuke, like 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 mud. Like shit. So, if if he is going to die, like you just you just run the scenarios right. If he does die, then he needs to do some cool shit before that happens. Now you don't necessarily need a power up to do that, but it would definitely help. Like one final hurrah. So there's that, you know, explanation now, why he would get a power up. Now, real quick, what what the character of Sasuke? Do you think it's a situation where they they're not completely sure how to write his character as of yet because? There's been a lot of chapters oh. that Sasuke is just simply not in it. Ah, uh, that's a loaded question. That's an interesting question. Um, <laughs> I want, I want, to, I want to go so many places with that, with, with answering that question. But I'm gonna try to be positive. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know how to be positive. I can't. I, I don't know. I don't know if I can provide an honest answer to that question without just being like legitimately honest and. Just like trashing the Boruto writers, like at this point, man, if you don't know how to write a character that that's in your series, like that's that's crazy. Um, okay, I, 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 I think if they don't know how to write Sasuke, Jesus fucking Christ, um, then they need to write something that can incorporate the characters that exist within their story in a way that they can write them in or f- function them or not function uh incorporate them in that's the word i'm looking for um so write to your um basically write to your strengths right like if, if you um if, if you're playing basketball i know, I know you'll like this one um and yo yo black ass can't shoot the ball like like stop stop trying to be posted up by the three-point line like you can't shoot bro like get in the get in the paint. Like if you a center and you can't shoot, why are you out there by the three point line? Um, unless you're trying to you know clear the lane for somebody who's slashing, which is a thing. But you get my point though. Play to your yeah. strengths. So if if you if you're trying to like write 
if you can't write Sasuke or Naruto into the story, then you need to write a story to where you can write Naruto and Sasuke into the story. It's really that simple for me, but um, I, that's yeah. that's my nice. That's the nicest answer I can give. But yeah, I see what you mean. You see, the difficult thing about Sasuke is that you feel me. We can't really completely dive too much into the emo thing with Sasuke because he still is a good guy as of now. But he can't be too much of a good guy to where now he's just seen as like completely tissue paper. I remember there's a time where Sasuke was getting a little bit close to to, to Sarda and everything like that. He was having that fatherly type of vibe to him and everything like that. And of course, everybody likes to see like a sweet Sasuke, but to the core, that's not who who he, who he grew up knowing Sasuke to be and especially during these more serious situations Sasuke can't go fully mask off because he's, he's, he's like a nice guy so I'm not completely sure exactly if they know how to completely implement his character as of right now this new and improved Sasuke even though it's been like years but still like there's been a bunch of times where it's just like like a 12 chapter spree and that right there isn't like a small time it's like a full year where just Sasuke is just not in the manga doesn't really have any big roles in the manga who wants to see a yeah. sweet Sasuke? Yeah, Sa- Sasuke's, Sasuke's character is really... like it, When you watch him have those moments that you mentioned with his daughter and his wife and him being the family man and living that life that I assume Itachi wanted for him, like um, that you would assume his father and his mother would want for him. After losing his family, he finally gains one. That's so poetic and it's, so, it's just great to see because you realize like... In a way, he earned that, right? Like, even if he was forced into it uh, by Naruto in many ways. I had, I had an interesting conversation with uh, Udi on Discord a while back um, where I, I was arguing that um, Naruto is the antagonist rather than Sasuke um, in part one. Um, but that, that was an interesting conversation. But that's that not the here nor there. Um, I agree. He's a very interesting fellow. Yeah. Um, Big Udi. Uh, what, what was I? oh no so so that's good to see like him having those interactions with his family Uh, he earned that right but that's it doesn't really work for like a battle shonen right it's cool for like those slice of life episodes or like a a couple of times you see it for you know the brief moments or a one-off if if that's what you want to do but to but then then becomes you know status quo it's like okay well i've seen it already what's next what's new what's uh, what's up with you so um, I think at this point, um, unless you kill off somebody important to him, which will be very difficult to do. I mean, Uchiha, they, they scale via their emotions. And this dude just seems so good. Like, life is just good, bro. Like, fine-ass wife, healthy child with, with a lot of promise in, in her career path. I mean, this man is, like, super strong. He's he not wanting for nothing. Like, dude's good in life. So, like, what controversy is going to really propel him to become, like, that guy from um, part two and part one, who is actually the Sasuke I think everyone loves? And he's kind of resting on past glories and nostalgia. Because this current Boruto era, like, that Kenshiki fight was fire. The Momoshiki stuff was was solid as well. But after that, that, that brother is somebody different. And he looks different in the manga. When, when it first came out, that dude is not Sasuke to me. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, I I, just, I, don't, I don't I don't know where they can take his character at this point, if, if without betraying all the work that they've set up to get him to where he is now, um, outside of him experiencing some kind of tragedy, and the only way that happens is if you kill so- uh, Sakura, um, 
which hasn't done which has done absolutely nothing this entire time so who who's going to care about that one um so you're not going to get the most bang for your buck by killing her off the only person you can probably kill off is sarda and that would be bold that would be bold um i don't think they have the balls the kahunas the guts uh to to to, to reach for that kind of glory so I, i'm not really sure what what gets him to where he needs to be yeah, I, yeah, I completely agree. I'm not completely sure exactly what that's going to be either. I mean, what I've kind of thought, I mean, this right here was probably like the ship's probably sailed as of right now because Sarda's probably stronger than a lot of people that would probably be hunting her. But I thought that because Sasuke is such an like, intimidating figure, people wouldn't necessarily go after Sasuke to, to, to sell their beast. They'd probably essentially go after Sarda, and then Sasuke could possibly have like a, like, like a storyline in itself, like protecting Sarda from people that she doesn't even really know is after her. But as of right now, again, as we just said, Sarda is like damn near like high tuning, like scratching Jonian as of right now with the three tomos in the manga. So I'm not completely Wait, what? sure. Wait, whoa, 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 my friend, my buddy. <laughs> now, now you not putting her at high tuning, bro. Well, she she did tie versus Chocho. Like I I, I don't know. Oh, I'm not you know how, you know how powerful butterfly mode Chocho is. Oh that's, my goodness, that's, that's tragic. Meme in itself. Hey, you put her at high tune. <laughs> hey, but hey, you guys, you guys had someone on the podcast, the podcast, I think, two weeks ago. You're saying that Sarada is like stronger than Kaguya. It's strong, oh, stronger than that's stronger than modern and shit, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a bit high. Who is that? So, so, <laughs> so Chocho, you know, by that logic, would also scale higher than Kaguya. I want to say I, I didn't would, say you know. that. And I didn't hear that, so <laughs> I'm not owning that. <laughs> I agree with whoever made that statement. Oh, wow. You about to defend that statement in free game? To the tooth and nail. <laughs> I stand I see, see, Who made that statement? The thing Who was it? Do you remember? Nah. I'm, I'm not Two sure. Two weeks I ago? It might have been Nero. But the, the reason why it's so tricky is because of the Boro thing. Like, we've seen Sarda essentially, like, go, go head-to-head with Boro. Yeah, it might be. Possibly. But we've we seen the whole Sarda and Boro thing. Now, again, there were, there were some statements that had Boro up there with damn, with damn, near, damn near surpassing Sasuke. All of a sudden, now we see Team 7 destroying them. But then again, the anime, they, they say completely different. Now, Boro is not Sasuke level. So, it, you never... I, I'm not completely sure. It's 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 not Dragon Ball Z. It's not like who's gonna punch harder and who's gonna like move faster. It's fucking Naruto, right? So I'm sorry, Naruto and Boruto. I apologize, Boruto. So it's like hacked based series. There are like things to take into consideration other than just one's physical prowess, right? So you know when they're trying to scale Boro, them being the characters in the verse with with statements, right? Like oh, go look after Naruto. And he's like, oh, you're not Sasuke. So obviously he was expecting Sasuke. Or like, oh, limited code. Go guard over the Ten Tails where Sasuke knows the location though. So if me, like by me sending you there, that's, that's you scale to Sasuke or more. Um, so that's, but that, that's interesting and all, but it's like, okay, well, these characters clearly have like abilities that would bypass def- like conventional defenses. Like his virus is one of them. 
So there's there's a bit of context to take into consideration. And it's also like he's fighting children. He's his fighting style is um, inducive of like um, or, or rather his fighting style leads him to like play around and shit because he's just like letting them hit him or he's just getting cut and stuff. He just regens like just like a weirdo. So there's a lot of context with the whole Boro yeah, stuff for sure. Sasuke a lot more seriously. I think so too, especially at yeah, that time yeah. in the manga. Like Sasuke was still kind of that guy. So yeah. Yeah, and also going by what you were talking about with the with the with the specific techniques and things such as that. I mean, maybe it's a situation where Sasuke would have been able to see the virus and been able to actually combat that, whereas like a regular character with the eyes of like let's say even a regular Sharingan and Boruto and Mitsuki's eyes, maybe they person probably one of or Jigen himself probably wouldn't necessarily count on them to actually be able to counteract that virus so it might be a certain situation where it was just he was putting a lot of stock in the virus what do you think yeah like you could look like like you can look at like Sarda she so so the problem with Sasuke is like he wouldn't have the information that team seven would if you assume he goes solo dolo but if he gets there right um he's like ready for battle and shit like yeah he'll see the virus and he'll avoid it for sure so then it's like, okay, well, like, every time Boro gets hit with something, he weaves hand signs, and then his core moves. Sarada was able to pick up on that. You definitely know Sasuke is. And then go back to, like, Sasuke's battle with Deidara. Um, I always get his name mixed up with Diabora from fucking Dragon Ball. Um, Deidara, you go back to his battle, like, how analytical Sasuke was in that battle, how he was testing, like, his hypothesis and, or hypothesi, whatever. Um, and he he just kept, like, like analyzing it and calculating and being strategic and that's like part two sasuke let alone like this grown-ass adult who's just one would imagine superior in every conceivable way than that sasuke so now i i think the battle would have ended in sasuke's favor but you can run that battle a hundred times and maybe boro will get a couple um a couple of wins for sure but yeah context yeah I personally think I, I don't see Sarada making it to um time skip. I think she's gonna buy the dust. Yo, what uh, do we do when you I don't think I think the series has any use for her um character. She's kinda um So you know uh, uh you know that that's me personally because I'm I'm one that I always says I don't really care about like side characters and shit. Now, I like maybe one or two, you know, that's fine. But to me, right now, we have, like, Kawaki, Boruto, Naruto, and Sasuke are basically side characters at this point. We have um, Sar- we have Sakura. Mitsuki, I honestly don't care about Mitsuki. Um, he's not that interesting to me. He's very boring. Um, he has a, a very interesting power. That's the interesting thing about him. That's what I want to know more about before he bites it us. After they tell us about the stage where they can kill him, I don't really care. Um, <laughs> then we can have, you know, maybe, you know, Get us some more information on Denki. I don't know. No, so I don't really care about those characters, to be honest. <laughs> Bro, I'm not gonna hold you, kiddo. I couldn't care less about any of them either. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Like, I honestly think they should kill Sourder off, but I don't think they have the balls to because they've been trying to push the new over the old gen, so that would be counterproductive, right? It, it, it wouldn't go like they've, they've been following one path this entire time by nerfing naruto and sasuke in favor of elevating kwaki and boruto specifically um so if they killed off like sarada to make sasuke stronger it wouldn't even make sense at this point so but 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 they're so i'm trying to be positive they're so 
incompetent that <laughs> I'm trying to be positive. They're so incompetent that I actually think they would do it, bro. Like they would, they would just like screw themselves over like six plus years of work and just like kill off Sarada. And, and honestly, I think if they did kill off Sarada. It'll make the series more interesting. Kill off Mitsuki, kill off Sarada, have like everybody like kill Himawari, kill Hinata, have Boruto <laughs> despair, have Boruto do it, have Momoshiki take over and just slaughter everybody and then have him despair. And the only person that's left is fucking Kawaki because that's what the, the manga is now anyway. It's just fucking Kawaki and Boruto. Yeah, I always so. always said the same thing. I, I don't really uh, think that like in the anime like Boruto should end up with anybody like they always shipping characters as far as relationships. I don't think it should be any like relationships at the end. I think it should just be like the like how they say this is the end of the the age of the ninja or whatever. I, I think everybody should die. I agree. Well, this disdain for side characters does this extend to Sasuke and Naruto as well? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Bro. Bro, I always say Sasuke is gonna die. I'm, I'm the biggest protagonist for Sasuke dying before the time scale. Bro, maybe bro, a few years ago I would be like, "Yo, don't kill Naruto." But at this point, bro, <laughs> that 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 Naruto, bro, uh, they can pack him up. I think it's fine. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's not fun. that's not the continuation of Boruto is not the continuation of the Naruto story, bro. I'm sorry, it's just not. Like, I said this in one of my streams. I would be okay if by the end of the Boruto series, they kind of like said like 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 some timey-wimey multiple reality bullshit happens and that's what's been happening this entire time and, and boruto like he exists like because he was in the he was in like the last movie so he has to be canon but all the events that we've been seeing like he has to rewrite that shit and like none of this shit happens and like like i don't know boruto becomes a villain by the end he needs to rewrite destiny or what the fuck ever and he goes back in time and then tell toneri like yo um i'm a demon I need you to like awaken my Jogon early, and then like the shit happens, but it happens differently. I would be perfectly fine if this whole shit just is like a fever dream and like some multiple offshoot branch reality shit on some Loki um, MCU shit. I would be perfectly fine with that because this is not fucking Naruto. Like Hokage Prime Apex, that dude, that brother, that guy. Naruto? Hell no, bro. This is not my Naruto, bro. This is not what he he was meant to grow up sniveling like a fucking bitch on his knees in the middle of a battle with billions of lives on the line. Nah, bro, that's not my Naruto. Making stupid decision after dumb decision. Incompetent Hokage. Man got multiple shadow clones, can't even visit his kid on his birthday. Who is this dude? Get out of here. Sasuke being written like a surfboard. I'm trying to be positive. Let me stop. Somebody <laughs> stop me, bro. Somebody stop me, bro. <laughs> I try. Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's facts, bro. It's facts. You get, you gotta respect it. You gotta respect it. I mean, me personally, I, I I'm on I'm on the side of I think that Boruto, for a long time, has been trying to fight for relevancy. And again, if it comes to a certain situation where Boruto doesn't really take off, I don't necessarily rule it completely out that they say, hey, this isn't like completely can like they kind of did with GT, like and say, hey, the super thing, this is the brand new thing. I hope that's not going to be the case. I think that Boruto has a lot of good things in it. I think that Boruto, if it does start to adapt a lot of the stuff from the manga correctly, I think it could possibly still take off and be one of the biggest series, just like how it, it kind of didn't, was it 2020, I believe? Either 2019 or 2020. It's just that I, the Boruto riders, they got to they gotta step up. They got to tee up. I, I don't completely know exactly what the situation is, and specifically with the side characters. I mean, I kind of get where you guys are coming from. I mean, as of right now, 
it's looking like some of the main side characters are Naruto and Sasuke. I know, I know some of you guys don't necessarily like exactly how they're being portrayed, but some of the what you guys were talking about with Sarda, I think that she potentially has to be like one of the main characters. I mean, for example, I if I'd ask you guys right now, especially Kitomaki, because you were talking about essentially killing Sarda off in the future, who do you think is going to have more impact, Naruto or Sarda? Um. That's a hell of a well, question. Holy shit. <laughs> well, to me, it depends on what the writers do. You know, I think the story in the future still revolves around Naruto to a certain extent. Because even in the opening, like, what they use is like, Naruto's um, supposed disappearance or death to tease, um, you know, the story to get people intrigued. I think even, even then, you know, Naruto's whereabouts, how to get Naruto back is going to be, like, prime topic. Um, I, I don't know if at that time, based on the age of Boruto, he looks like 16. I don't see that. I, I think Sarah is going to be like a joining or something, like doing something in the background. I don't even think she's going to be like that prominent in the series at that time, to be honest. Because like, even if you go back to Naruto, the side characters got like got less relevant over time. And that was Kishimoto writing, right? And he's now back, supposedly. I think he's going to do the same thing. I, I think he's a man that doesn't like side characters. Like, he likes them to a certain extent. He'll, he'll introduce them, work on them, give you, like, their backstory, give you, like, a good arc with them, and th- th- make you care about them. And then afterwards, he's going to focus on the characters he wants to focus on, which Naruto, Sasuke, Itachi, you know, Mad- Madara, and those guys. He's going to find those guys for the Boruto series, and he's going to focus on those characters. I don't know if Sarada is going to be one of those characters. I have no reason to believe so based on her current character, especially in the board of manga is really like non-existent uh so if they like they like create like this fabricates some story where she's irrelevant maybe she goes to train under naruto um you know learn the okage ways uh, naruto isn't really operating as a proper okage at this time so i don't know what he's gonna teach her to be honest so if she probably has a better time going to shikamaru or something so you know the, I don't know. You know they they can write shadow clone jutsu, uh, big bar with Sengon, uh, Sengon, <laughs> uh That's the thing, though. Like that's what I don't like about Boruto because like they had this plan, right? They said, okay, cool. Uh, Boruto is gonna be Boruto is gonna be Sasuke. Sasuke is Sarada is gonna follow be, follow behind Naruto. That was set up in Naruto Gaiden, right? Sarada is gonna be a Naruto clone. She's gonna follow behind Naruto. The Akage. She loves him. She adores him. Then in the manga, she. She doesn't even talk about him. <laughs> it's like he, she does. She doesn't remember the guy she looks up to. She barely re- mentions like when he's in when he's like the topic of conversation. She's like, yeah, I mean, like, no, but when he's like the topic of conversation, she's like, oh yeah, they're great. Okay, he's a good guy. She respects him, but not like oh, he's my teacher. I need to learn anything from him. You know, like like she was initially like what they set up. They obviously changed their mind. They decided to do sit. That different thing, like she, Sasuke is the mentor for both Nar- Boruto and and Sarada. Like it's not like this. It's like parallel where Naruto is training Sarada and Sasuke is training. But you know, and even Naruto to a certain extent, it wouldn't make sense. Family, so how would he have time to train Sarada? No, no, that's a product of writing. Uh, I'm not going to use their bad writing to justify their another <laughs> another bad decision in the show. You know, so that's a bad writing. Like they can write Naruto to be there for his family like they're doing right now he's there for his family because they have suddenly decided to like make him be there because they can they're the writers they can do anything true 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 so he's now there they can decide to 
the thing with Sarada is that it was always going to be a problem. She has a Sharingan, Naruto doesn't. She she uses Shidori, Naruto doesn't. There are certain things about intrinsic about her character where Naruto will be able to help with. That's what I'm saying. Where Sasuke, where Sasuke Rasengan, is that, Rasengan, multi shadow clone jutsu. Yeah, that's why Naruto should be trading Boruto. <laughs> like even the thing is Sasuke and Boruto's relationship is very forced. Like Sas Boruto looks up to him like on a like I would say like an intellectual level mm. to, like to understand where he's coming from you know to, to gather his resolve and to an extent he gets that from naruto as well when it comes to, like training and shit sasuke doesn't really teach him much they like he, sasuke didn't teach him the rasengan that was konamaru how come sasuke like, never sasuke, used rasengan? um because That's... every character has a signature signature Jutsu. <laughs> so I, mean, I mean, yeah, at the... <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm just saying, like, you know, Boruto kind of likes to do fan service instead of doing what's correct. Um, fan service with his having Boruto train and the Boruto when and the Sasuke when Sasuke isn't the right train teacher for Boruto based on his. His, his fighting style and his um, abilities and shit is more so he more learned from Naruto or Akashi Koji or those types of characters in my honest opinion See, a, a couple of a couple of things I definitely want to point out the thing with Boruto train with Naruto I think the Boruto writers are really cognizant of trying not to make Boruto just a Naruto clone and they kind of started <laughs> off very heavy on that saying it's Boruto's story it's Boruto's story now, and then they kind of made it very different how Boruto is now like a straight-A student, even though he doesn't really study for anything, and Naruto's like completely failing and everything. But it's kind of funny because as they go on in the series, Boruto is becoming more and more like Naruto, and it's like, exactly. how is this supposed to go? Now, one of the things that, I, I, I don't know, this might just be me, but it seems like every time that Sasuke teaches Boruto something, if he does teach him something, he picks on it, he picks up on it relatively quickly. Like, Boruto was trying to learn that lightning style around a tuning exam he learned it in a couple of days like i don't i don't know specifically like how much sasuke's tried to teach him that afterwards but i don't know maybe that right there could also possibly be something very influential in some of the fights in the future specifically that lightning style now it looked a lot like a shidori i don't really think that he's ever going to get a shidori but i mean i've always thought that sasuke training boruto was very promising but it, it you what you said does kind of make sense it doesn't necessarily fit too much, especially the other way around with Naruto and Sarada. I think that right there was like always like the more awkward type of fit. And again, it's just it's specific with the Sarada thing. I think it's more of the fact that Naruto really can't relate to the Sharingan, whereas Sasuke is the, one of the only people in the Hidden Leaf Village that can actually relate to the Sharingan. And we see, even see in the series, Boruto is like always like kind of next to Sasuke, whereas Sarada is never really buddy buddy with Naruto that much. And Sarada even pointed out, like, in the manga, she was kind of jealous that Boruto was spending so much time with Sasuke, but Sarada never really had that relationship with Naruto. So, yeah, you kind of pointed out, well, bro, the relationship kind of tailed off. The truth is, bro, um, Boruto, he doesn't need a master or Shinobi to train him at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest with you. The whole him being linked up with Sasuke, that came from a storyline to where he was trying to oppose his father on some, like, juvenile shit. And the reason, like, he he liked Sasuke on a very childish level. Like, oh, he's so cool looking. 
oh, he's the opposite of my father. So that's why I'm like gravitating towards him. So that's why I feel so forced with Boruto and Sasuke. And that's why it's so weird. It's like, yo, you see like the opening or whatever the case may be where they're training, but like you don't really see like the, the fruits of that training like show in combat, at least not, you know, directly linked. Like he threw a roundhouse kick and he learned that roundhouse kick from Sasuke and we saw that shit and then he used it in, in a battle. You're like, oh shit, that's Sasuke's roundhouse kick. It's not really like that. So like you, you're left to speculate. But then they developed Boruto's character past that petty shit to where he had to, um, Sorry, I got a gnat in my room. Um, they they develop his character past that petty shit, so now he doesn't hate his father like he did. So there's less of a reason for him to gravitate towards Sasuke. He just kind of like it, 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 that link, that connection is like a remnant of a past storyline that's already been resolved, and they just kept it going. I guess for the sake of like um, canon, but that's the problem with the Boruto writers is that. I guess some people think just because you can write your own story that you want to tell really well, you can write any story that's put in front um, put in front of you. I don't care if Kishimoto came back. That dude did not want to write Boruto. He went off to write some damn uh, space samurai shit, which he'll probably samurai. just fold into Boruto anyways. Um, so just because he can write some Naruto some, some Naruto content really well doesn't mean he can write Boruto really well. Um, and, and a lot of that stuff is by committee as well. It's not just one dude. There's a lot of ideas bouncing all around the room, and then it works its way back to the the source. And then we contribute all the accomplishments to one brother. But it ain't like it don't it don't really go down like that. Um, just look at Dragon Ball for instance. A lot of that stuff um, was his staff doing a lot of the heavy lifting for him. That's why um, you know I don't want to get into the Dragon Ball stuff. But that's if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's a goddamn duck. These people are incompetent. They can't fucking write. We got to stop making excuses for them, pretending like it's otherwise. The Boruto series is poorly written. They're very short-sighted. They destroy Naruto as Hokage, the thing that the entire series was building up to, just so that they can have this contrived storyline to where um, Boruto has a problem with his father, which they resolved, kept remnants of that storyline lingering with Boruto and Sasuke for canon's sake, and then you just left Naruto in the shitter for no reason all for a storyline that you were going to resolve by the end of that arc. It's like, why, bro? Now he looks incompetent. Now he looks stupid. It's like he, he learns nothing new from when he was a 16-year-old child. It's the same old techniques, the same old... It's like a nostalgia show. It's like an old fucking boomers in a band going on one last tour, and they're playing their favorite hits. Like, why am I seeing, like, fucking the shuriken combo from Zabuza? Like, dude, do something different, bro. I don't know. It's just... Well, one of the reasons why I think the Boruto and Sasuke thing is still kind of like going strong is because the flash forward scene, a lot of people seeing Boruto and Sasuke's cloak, a lot of people seeing Boruto essentially extremely cold, very reminiscent of a Sasuke, not necessarily like a, like, like a board. I mean, not necessarily like a Naruto. And I think a lot of people want to hold on to that image of Boruto becoming like a Sasuke, not necessarily actually becoming like what Sasuke was, but becoming like more of a person from the shadows. That's kind of helping out everything and making sure everything's okay. Now, again, I'm not necessarily saying that that right there is going to be the best in that and essentially playing to Kishimoto's writing style. But I think that right there is something that, that a lot of people definitely want to see a lot of people want to see Boruto become that essential essential Sasuke figure he's not necessarily going to get that by hanging around Naruto hanging around Naruto is going to make him extremely soft hanging around Sasuke is going to essentially harden him up to what we see in the future Bro, I, I I fucking hate that flash forward scene 
I despise that flash forward scene because it gives people all the excuse they need to tolerate inadequacy and bullshit, right? Oh, it'll just be better in the future. Oh, the flash forward scene at least was cool. And that's where we're heading, bro. It's not the destination. It's the journey. Like, who cares about the destination, right? All the good shit, the meat on the bone is how you got there, right? So, and I always say this. If part one's ass and the same people who wrote part one are going to go on to write part two, what makes you think part two is going to be any better, buddy? It's going to be ass too. So unless they fire the entire staff, I don't know what people have to look forward to. It's going to be the same old shit, just a different smell, a different day. And yeah. The thing with me, I've always long said, I think when the Boruto anime gets to adapting the Boruto manga, that's when we start to see the real true colors of the series. The problem is we don't really get to see see the true colors all that often. It's like we get to see it once in a blue moon. Hopefully we can start to get to see it soon after this particular arc. We was talking about that a little bit early in the podcast. But until we start to see that right there kind of falling off and tailing off in regards to like the entertainment factor... I'm still gonna opt to stick stick and like kind of trust the board to writers, but again, I, I completely <laughs> agree with you. <laughs> Ain't no way. Ain't no way, bro. Bro, they haven't steered me wrong, bro. The last, well, they steered me wrong in the anime only content and in some of the manga production, but they haven't steered me wrong in regards to the manga being adapted <laughs> to anime. And Yo. you say we're laughing right now, but in in ten years, when people will go back and actually start to start to separate out the actual anime. The, the manga anime and the and the anime anime people are going to realize that that anime that manga years. anime it's elite like we go back right now Bar. with naruto shippuden we're not watching meta me, mecha naruto we're watching the war arc we're watching the pain arc we're watching itachi versus sasuke those are some elite situations and if we go back to boruto right now we're going to go back and see <laughs> jigen versus naruto and sasuke momoshiki versus naruto and sasuke boruto and team seven versus boro those fights right there, they 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 they, they stepped to the they stepped up to the plate. Bar, you are you are at the bottom of a, a fucking ravine upside down in your car with smoke and flames coming out, saying, <laughs> Oh, they haven't steered me wrong. It's like, bro, look around. Look at the look look at the environment, brother. You 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 in a dire situation. It's looking grim. It's looking bad, bruh. So I I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell. Look, look, look. What you said is objectively correct. Okay, the manga when it adapts. I mean, the anime when it adapts the manga will reveal the manga's true colors. That that is true. But that don't mean nothing, bruh. It just means their colors are dull as fuck. Okay, it's, it's pages and, and and blacks and whites. Nothing colorful. Nothing vivid. Nothing that catches the eye. Okay. Yes. Yes. But what are the true colors of the Boruto manga? That's the more interesting, uh, um, impressing question. Yeah, we can reveal it, but is it good? And I was talking about this on a past stream. <sighs> what's what's the best arc in Boruto? What's the best fight in Boruto? The, I don't know. Best three arcs. Best three fights, and and just compare them to like some early stuff in like Naruto Part One. Like, even if the fights weren't, on, like, on that grand scale or on that level, like, the, the the fight was simply a vehicle to express something deeper, right? There's layers to the actual combat, right? I always give this example. Um, the fight is just the chip, right? The depth is the salsa. The chip is a vehicle to get the salsa to your mouth, right? So a fight just for fighting's sake is hollow as fuck. 
So Baryamo Naruto is cool and all, but like, like what was what was behind that? Okay, it's a villain, and the villains make your series and makes your heroes. What the fuck do the villains want? It's all the same shit. I don't know anything about them personally. I can't empathize with them, and their motivations are the exact same as the last guy before them, the guy probably after them. What the hell is going on? It's the same shit, different day. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Just, just look around, Bar. Okay, you're, you're upside down for a reason, sir. You, you, you smell smoke and gasoline and fire, but they're not stealing, steering you wrong. They are, sir. They oh. are. I'm trying to help you up, brother. I'm, I'm, I'm reaching my hand out like grab it, Bar. Please, please, man. I need you. I don't know. You're not reaching out, man. A ten out of ten anime, bro. Ten out of ten. Hey, listen. Peak. People are <laughs> people are entitled to think. That is a Peak. thing that is true. I think it's just a matter of preference at that particular point in regards to like comparing the Naruto fights versus the Boruto fights because I, I, I've said multiple times I just think that the Boruto fights are a lot more entertaining now I get where you're coming from the substance behind Naruto fights were, was definitely there and Boruto as of right now is definitely lacking a lot of those those substance areas but I just personally believe I mean it, it might be completely naive to me but like the stuff that we've been getting when the manga really comes to the anime, it's been satisfactory. It hasn't been like superbly elite, which is something I told you for a very long time. I'm not completely expecting. I'm not completely expecting a pain level depth in Boruto Part One. I'm not expecting a moderate level depth in Part One. Bro, probably the land of waves. Depth, probably, Just the uh, land of waves depth was hard. That was like that was a the dope art. I really mess with that arc. That was like one of my oh, favorite arcs, bro. Shocho arc is the best arc in Boruto. That's what I'm saying. I mean, Shocho is elite. She is elite. But I'm just saying, like, part. You, I don't even need to. I don't even need to go to pain because they they not sniffing pain. Okay, they're not getting anywhere close to pain. Just the the first arc of Bor- like Naruto, like the Land of Ways, the Zabuza Haku shit, like like give me some things some meat on the I mean, bone it can't just all be punches and kicks i mean that right well first things first i don't really think if the land of waves arc was introduced like in 2022 i think that arc would be accepted a lot differently i think that a lot of people wouldn't really oh. like it because it has absolutely nothing to do with the akatsuki has absolutely nothing to do with karma has absolutely nothing to do with some of the core plots of naruto I don't know, that even though it did teach fire how it looks possibly but like it really doesn't really cover like the the core plot it teaches naruto and everything like that and everybody like that of course they're their teammates what it really means to be a ninja but in regards to like those core tenets entertainment wise a lot of people don't really rock well, let me let me actually nah. watch that art absolutely i would so there you go no, the thing is that that arc works outside of the Akatsuki and all that jazz because at that point that wasn't introduced, right? That 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 came after that arc. Mm-hmm. So let's say hypothetically, Naruto was released today, but you know we didn't get the Akatsuki. I think that arc would be received the same way it was when it was originally received, like brought to the forefront. You no, know, because like it 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 did get it pr- the praise even without like. The Itachi stuff and you know the Akatsuki and Forma was there, but it wasn't really like a main plot, right? I don't know. See, the thing is, I feel like hypothetically, if this was actually released, we would have gotten the or we would already gotten Itachi and everybody like that pulling up to to actually fight against Kakashi and 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 Mike Guy and the manga and everything like that. People would be much more looking forward to that. I don't really think that people would be 
fawning over this quote unquote demon from the Mist Village that that gets packed up in the first ten episodes. So I don't know what, bro. It's, <laughs> oh my god, it just it's so good, bro. It's like Zabuza is is what like we we're introduced to this world of Shinobi, and oh. Zabuza is like the prototype for what a ninja should be a tool to be used for someone else's discretion, right? And now Naruto, this newbie ninja. He's new to this world, the same as us. This is his future. He's supposed to be this dude, and he's like, he he's like, no, bro, like, I, fuck the status quo. I don't want to be this dude. If, if this is what it means to be a ninja, then I don't want to be a ninja. I'll change this shit. I'm gonna find my own way, right? And then by the end of it, Naruto struggling with what it means to be a shinobi, right? He's the one that makes um Zabuza break down and shows him for all his bullshit. Like, yo, that's not what a ninja is. You are human. You have emotions. Man starts crying this demon. Someone you never expected that shit to happen. Like, it hits so fucking hard. And not to even mention, like, the Haku shit and the Sasuke stuff. And just, oh, it, it, it's like like the, the beginning where, like, Naruto hurts his hand. And he's about to run away. He's like, this is a real Jonin. He's going to annihilate me. He turns around to run and he's, he hits his hand. He feels this jolt, but remember his hand healed. It was a symbolic thing. He didn't feel no pain, so he he turns around, remembers what he his vow, and he and then that that turn up moment happens. Right, let's let's go wild. That shit is so good, bro. It's so good. I'm and I'm, then I'm looking at like Sasuke and Naruto versus Momoshiki. The fight was amazing. The choreography was amazing, but like, where did it go? What happened after that? It's not like what came from that to me, is not as important as what came from the Land of Waves are, because that's the backbone of who Naruto was. His well, ninja. those are two completely different things. Those are two completely different things. I think if you want to compare something what like you that, you gotta compare. You gotta compare the Momoshiki fight with, like, let's say, Orochimaru versus the Third Hokage, because wow. at that particular, because these are two completely different instances. The Land of Wave arcs, the Land of Waves arc, that arc was was there, not necessarily to showcase the actual fight. But with the Momoshiki thing, the biggest part was the actual showcasing of the fight. So it's it's complete. It, it accomplished two completely different things. Like, well, for give me example, anything. An arc, give me anything from the Boruto. B- like f- the Biakia gang arc. Like that right there is definitely a lot more better to compare. Or potentially even the most recent Mist arc where Boruto learned about the um the cycle of hatred. Oh oh oh! That thing that Naruto learned about in part two and should have relayed to his son once he became a shinobi about the cycle of hatred so all this time that boruto's been a ninja he has been engaging in this cycle and not knowing it and and all his father had to do was just tell him about it so how many lives has boruto inadvertently affected by not knowing this knowledge that naruto didn't tell him that he learned in part two you mean that cycle of hatred well that right there in my personal opinion in regards to like actual knowledge and actual like critical being critical of the writing possibly you could definitely criticize the writing of that but in regards to like actual arc and actual depth of arc those two things are kind of similar on the same level now you again you might actually even go back and say hey why didn't kakashi tell and vocalize narts like this is the realities of a ninja and why does he have to figure out like during the actual real times like you could pick and choose and you kind of nitpick that as well and you at that particular time you might say, Hey, Kakashi wanted to want Naruto to see it for himself. And in this particular situation, you might have to, you might say that Naruto wanted Boruto to see it for himself. I mean, it could go either way. Wait, what was Kakashi supposed to tell Naruto? He was supposed to tell him exactly what it means to be a ninja. And at that particular time, it wouldn't necessarily resonate with Naruto Kakashi, because Naruto No, mm-hmm. Kakashi Kakashi learned Kakashi learned that from Naruto though. <laughs> what do you mean? 
No, Kakashi I think got... he actually said that, didn't he? Yeah, he said it. He got his ninja away from Naruto. So he couldn't teach Naruto. Like, you have to understand where Kakashi was before he got Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura. Like, in his mm-hmm. backstory, he's like an Ambu Black Ops who's still on Demon Time. And he rules and doesn't want that life for him. So then he makes him um, a, a, a teacher. And this is re- like Kakashi's reluctant to do this, but like his king is telling him, like, yo, you got to do something different. So then he starts like failing everybody. Um, nobody works together. He starts failing everybody because he still is that like hurt, broken man from the Obito situation, the reading stuff, right? He's been like that for years, like stuck. And then, like, here comes Team 7 and Sasuke and Naruto and all of this stuff. And then Sasuke being the brother of Itachi, the person who was in the Ambu with him. So, like, Kakashi was very much so still figuring himself out. My bad. Yeah, Kakashi was very much so still figuring things out for himself as a ninja. So there's no way he could have relayed that information off to Naruto. Well, in regards to what Naruto taught him, yeah, he was still learning certain things from Naruto, but Naruto learned certain things from that particular arc that Kakashi already knew. Like, <laughs> Kakashi already knew the hardships of actually being a ninja. Kakashi understood the ins and outs of, of how, how dangerous the actual mission is. Naruto didn't really know these things and didn't really figure it out until he actually went on the mission. He was literally, like, frozen in place when Sasuke had to, like, help him out when two Chunians attacked him. Like, things like that could have possibly been explained to Naruto. I mean, I guess, but, like, the problem is, with with the Land of Waves arc, that's the beginning of something, right? Like, I know now, in hindsight, no jutsu, the best jutsu there is, by the way. Yeah. Um, I know now, like, what Kakashi knew, right? But at the time, when the arc first came out, I had no no frame of reference about what he knew and, or mm. didn't know, right? Um, mm. And, and, and him, him teaching Naruto things, um, that's just his method of teaching, right? Like, um... You know, when Sasuke jumps in to save the bridge builder from, like, those two brothers, he's like, oh, Naruto, I didn't think you'd freeze up like that. Oh, my bad. I would have arrived sooner. Right? Like, like I said, you take that into consideration, something new in, in comparison to, like, the Boruto arc you're talking about where all this history, not only just Naruto part one and part two, but just all of Boruto and everything that came before that arc. Um, it's just not the same, man. Yeah, you have to factor in also that Naruto doesn't have that personal relationship with Kakashi at that time. You know, th- yeah, they're on the same team, you know, like he's he's friendly, you know, but he's like, okay, cool, we're, we're ninjas, we're going to do ninja missions, we're going to go home, right? Shit happened, they, they had to adapt to it. Boruto is a completely different story. Like, Boruto, he, his father is the Okage, he has Kakashi as like a grandfather or some shit. He's there. Konohama is there. He has, he has like, he has, like, the top ninjas that went through all of this at his beck and call. He can just, like, pick up the phone and say, yo, what's up? Like, this is the close relationship that he has with these characters, as opposed to our Naruto, who didn't have any. So, like, yeah. I, I don't think, like, Nar- Kakashi would get up and say, oh, let me teach you the ninja ways. Like, when Kakashi himself did not care about these these characters to that degree. No, I get where you're coming from. I understand the practicality and how it doesn't necessarily make too much sense from the writer's perspectives, but I'm saying the actual content in the particular arc wasn't necessarily too far off from what we did see from the Land of Waves, and the reception that this particular arc from Boruto actually did get when it did air in 2020 that had absolutely nothing to do with the core plot of the actual series, no one really cares about it. <laughs> well, let me, let me, do you think that arc is better than... Like, what, what would you say? Like, the, like, is that arc better than like the Kawaki arc? Is it better than the Momoshiki arc? Uh, I'm a different guy. Think? 
I'm a different guy. Not, I, I prefer the fighting. I prefer the fighting stuff. But there are people out there that would actually prefer the Boruto Mist arc Malum because it has a lot more substance in it. Interesting. Well, when, mm-hmm. the reason why I pick I chose Momoshiki rather um, is I just I figure okay that's one of like the best fights in this show. So like I, I'm I'm trying to pick the highest moments that Boruto has, and then I'm trying to like rock with it from there. Now. It seems like you don't consider that arc to be like the highest moments because you value um, like entertainment and fighting over like like the in depth stuff, which is perfectly fine. Everybody's different, um, no knock there. Um, so to me, it seems like you're trying to meet like depth with the depth, um, since you don't yeah. like consider that. Okay, so to me, you can you can like cherry pick like so so the fact that you chose that would suggest to me that you don't think the um, the actual like which what most people in the community would consider to be like the best fights the best moments the best arcs to be of depth or have any depth to them because you didn't choose to choose them to put up against the land of waves off you chose something completely different would would you would you say that that that's true i think it depends i think at first yeah boruto's not really going to have the depth in the actual high tier fights like for example, Naruto is trying to save Sasuke, and they fight at the land, at, at the at the Valley of the End. I mean, there isn't necessarily some sort of big, super high like uh, like theoretical thing that they're fighting over. But Sasuke is just leaving, and Naruto wants to save his friend, and that right there was one of the more interesting fights. Whereas in Part Two of Naruto, then we got a lot more of the actual deeper stuff that had to do with the actual core fights. Pain had a super serious ideology. Mater had a super serious ideology. Zabuza had the same thing, but the entertainment, in my personal opinion, wasn't necessarily there as much as like some of the top, top high-tier fights. For example, what we just brought up, the Naruto versus Sasuke at the very end. I think at first, when the series is first starting off, those two are two completely different things. And at the end, part two, and you, you criticize me a lot for saying this, but that's when the two should actually meet. The two... You kind of lost me with that last part. What do you mean the two should meet? Well, entertainment in regards to like just the animations and the art and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and actually the substance behind what they're actually fighting for. I think in part two, that's when they should actually meet. In part, okay, okay. So, you're, so you're saying Borto Part One doesn't necessarily? I don't put words in your mouth, but Borto Part One doesn't need that depth because you suspect that it'll be there in part two. Yeah, and similar to how, like, in part one of Naruto, it didn't, a lot of the fights didn't really have that depth that they did have in part two of Naruto. Like, Gar versus, like, a lot, of, a lot of, for example, Naruto. a lot of the fights, a lot of the fights in the tuning exam, those were important, those were entertaining fights. But in regards to, like, the weight behind it, of course, hey, you want to become a tuning and things such as that. But, like, it wasn't necessarily a lot of philosophical things behind that. I think the Neji thing really tapped into something, especially with him essentially having his fate and then Naruto kind of opening his eyes to that. But a lot of the fights that we did see, like Rock Lee versus Neji, now obviously that right there had a long standing beef. But, like, that's just like some kitty stuff. They had a beef from way back in the day. So, I just think that a lot of the fights that we do see earlier on, it's not really going to have that heavy hitting impact what? and heavy hitting. Yeah. That's that's like the complete. That's the complete opposite of Naruto Part One. I agree. That's the complete. Like the fights to a lesser extent, like yeah, the unknown fight. Even even Sakura and Eno <laughs> had that that to their fight. You know, like Whoa, there's a lot so, of but, but, but what was the depth? backstory? But what was the depth? I think it had something to do with like some childish shit that they had. I don't remember clearly. That's what I'm saying. But that's what, what I'm saying. What, it's childish what, stuff. 
no, not from child. A different perspective, I'm though. saying that it, it's from their childhood. There's a lot of a lot of baggage there. They they did an entire backstory shit. That that I, which is the reason why they had that rivalry. There was a meaning. There's a meaning behind what they're doing. But to a lesser extent, then let's say um. And Deji versus Naruto, the cage of the bird, you know, like this fighting against destiny. The same thing with Naruto versus Gara, you know, like darkness and all that jazz. And, you know, like the parallels between Naruto and, and Gara's story and the different paths they took and what could have changed that path. Even Naruto and Sasuke, as you mentioned, you said that there wasn't much de depth to the characters in their fight. That's that's false. You know, like, like even throughout the entire fight, they're focusing on, on, on the, the parallels between two characters and all their paths could have been different if something like change in their in their in their storyline you know naruto could have become sasuke sasuke could have been naruto now that was that was shown from in part one they also focused on um the difference between naruto not knowing love and sasuke knowing love and losing it like there's a lot of deeper meaning to the fights that happened in part one um uh, more so than fights that didn't have meaning but let, let me tell you the difference between part one and naruto and part two when it comes to like the depth, right? Well, real quick, um, I just want to, I just want to reply that real quick. Yeah, hit me. I just think that we have a different level of what we view depth as. Like, for example, the soccer versus you know thing. Obviously, it wasn't just two people lining up and two people fighting. Of course, they had a pre-existing beef and everything like that. But I just personally believe that that's not necessarily as deep as like pain fighting against Naruto, who had the same. They never master, said that. Though. Pain, no, I, I no, I, I get, I get what you're saying. I know it's not. I know you didn't say that, but I'm just saying that's two completely different things. And even with the land of waves, to some extent, I personally believe that that right there is, has a lot more depth than a lot of the fights in the Dream Exam. Now, even though the fights in Naruto Part One they did have some sort of depth to it, it wasn't. It, but it, it just wasn't as much as what some of the upper some some of the upper echelon fights in Naruto Part Two was. It just wasn't that. Now I get it. There's still some depth, but it just wasn't to that level. Yeah, but that's but it, it doesn't have to be to like part two level, right? Like that, that that's not the thing that's being said. It's, it's not that oh it's depth yeah. and like the depth is like so deep. It's like oh the depth is there in comparison to like a Boruto where I mean it, it's hard pressed to find it. Like Boruto, like Naruto is always like it's 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 famed for how it triggers you emotionally with the music and the flashbacks and like they're it's like fucking great. riddled with depth. But the difference is. Like in part one, it's very like these interpersonal like relationships between these characters. They're very grounded and personal. The depth is there, but it's really focused in on like, oh, what does it mean to be a ninja? Or how can um I make it in this this big wide world as like a shinobi? Or what does it mean to be like destined? Like Neji was right. He just didn't know who the fuck he was talking to. But yeah, he was like the whole destined thing. Yeah, it's funny because he's a character in a, sh in a story that's written by somebody, right? So he's like a puppet on strings. They all are. So they're literally destined, like their outcome is predetermined. So it's kind of funny, but um, he would be wrong if you said that shit in the real world that we know of, because we are in a simulation, but I digress. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but part, part two, it's the same interpersonal connections. The only difference is the characters who um, they're focusing in on have the power to influence the world around them in a way that the little children from part one didn't. Right. Like Gara was trying to do some shit like that. But even then he had no like direction or focus or hell, I would even say ambition. He was trying to force his way like onto the world. It, I won't even say the word force is wrong. He was just enacting his will onto the world. 
and until somebody got in his way and stopped him to whereas like pain that's all they're trying to do is if like pain obito um madara they're trying to force their will upon the world they just had the means to do it and that's why it seems so grand and so like bigger and larger than life is is, is because of that reason where one group of characters don't influence the greater world but they are influenced in their own like interpersonal connections and in part two they are influenced by their interpersonal connections pain um naruto jiraiya student master sibling whatever and also we can infect the entire goddamn world because we're that powerful and that's really the thing that kind of separates them they're doing the exact same thing just one like one's at a grander scale right so just because like scale doesn't necessarily mean depth though no i disagree in part two they were fighting for a way of life like they weren't necessarily fighting for like petty personal reasons now i get where you're coming from what is life i mean like the way of life like for example pain wants to completely restructure the shinobi way make everybody have to go through him and actually order tail beast to actually carry out their hits and things like that like he wanted to research yeah, he wanted to resurface the whole thing, and I get where you're coming from. He had the ability to do to do that, but he had a legitimate reason as to why he wanted to do that. He, he had a re- reason as to why this was this right here was actually the reason, or this right here, why this right here was actually the best course of action. Had Naruto stuck? Now I get where you're coming from. They had them sort of tiny personal interconference, and I think the Neji versus Naruto thing is probably like one of the biggest ones from one of the biggest exam- examples from part one but a lot of the other fights like you know versus sakura it had nowhere close to that level of depth a lot of the other fights rock lee versus gar even though they were entertaining didn't have near that level of depth Orochimaru versus third hokage even though there was a lot of backstory there a lot of a lot of so the stuff there was more personal and more more like petty drama i'm not gonna lie i personally feel like those things were a lot more like the Bomashiki versus Naruto and Sasuke fights. Those things were a lot more like the Ishiki versus Naruto and Sasuke fights. No, fights. Yeah, I, don't, that's just me. I don't think you remember in part one clearly, bro. Because even like Gara versus part one, like Gara yeah. versus um what's his name again? Lee in part one. Like mm. there's an entire like backstory behind it. Like, you know, Lee not, not being able to use like Lee not being able to use ninjutsu and all that jazz, growing up getting picked on by Neji and all that jazz, you know, explaining like characters that you can become something even though like if, if you're not born with all the facilities needed to do that right there's a lot of like development behind these characters like, yo, even you mentioned like neji versus lee that wasn't even like a fight that was shown <laughs> you know they say like there's not much state behind there's not that they didn't really focus on a fight between neji and um lee like they hyped it up saying that yo Lee wanted to fight him, but it's not like that was an actual fight that happened you know so, like, the, the fights that did happen, you know, they showed meaning behind. There was meaning behind all those fights. Even if there is not, like, oh, Neji and Gaara, like, there's a b- big intertwining relationship between Gara and Lee. But there's a there's a separate story going on b- behind the scenes between Lee and Neji that ties into his fight with Gara, which is why Neji is still featured throughout that fight, even though he's not the one fighting. He's mentioned because Lee's goal is to beat this, this person, you know? So, like, there's multiple things... What between other you know other characters? I don't know why they keep mentioning like Sakura versus Eno because like that's like that's like a low tier fight, bro. You know. Yeah, but the I point don't, is that the reason why I mentioned that is because like you know there is a meet the, the, the fight between Eno and Sakura. It didn't just happen. Yo, it happened because oh these characters want to fight, so they they, they fight they fought and it's over. Like let's say a Momoshiki versus Naruto, or let's say um some 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 father fights in boruto there was meaning behind the fight that was set up and it was shown to the backstory why they fought why they had the rivalry there's a there's things that things that happened as a result of that fight that played out throughout the series later on 
So there's like consequences to that fight, you know, as opposed to like some some filler fights in Boruto that just happened for no reason. They were just there's no consequences to it and just it's just gone, you know. So we're not saying that. Oh, I'm not saying that your every fight is on the same level. I'm not saying that your every conflict in Naruto is gonna be pain level. We're not saying that, you know. So there's no need to be hmm. keep saying that yo they're not the same level as pain. No, that's not what we're saying. We're saying that there's depth to the to those fights that's missing from the Boruto fights, you know. So we're not disagreeing. I personally feel like the fights that you're naming, yes, they have depth. But as you said, they're not at the level of depth that we're expecting. They're not even at the level of like the land of waves depth, in my personal opinion. Now, again, you guys might be right. Maybe I have to go back and rewatch Naruto. But again, a lot of the fights in, in Boruto, it's not like there is no backstory, especially when the Kawaki thing first, especially when Kawaki first appeared. Kawaki versus Garo had a lot of depth to it. If, you, if you're going by that interpersonal depth level, I'm just talking about some of the grander scheme things. And again, Mel brought up a very good point these are the characters who are actually able to influence some of the grander level type of things now it's not just that minimal because momoshiki ishiki otsuki G jigen or i was about to say jiren but yeah jigen etc they have the ability to do that as well but they never really had that depth and, or we, they never really explained it they never really explained the depth and psychological reasons as to why they're doing the things that they're doing again in part one of Naruto, they they have the they have the reasons as to why Hey, things are happening. They have slight bit of depth, depth, but it's all surface level. It's all interpersonal things. It's not necessarily reshaping the way people think. And I, I mean, well, no, no that's fine. That's, that's yeah. No, that's I, I was about to take. I was just about to take that back. Yeah, it, it wasn't necessarily. It wasn't necessarily not reshaping the way people think. I feel like it wasn't necessarily reshaping the way people think on a grander scale. I think that right there is just the main argument. But now again, if we're gonna say that and say, hey, with Boruto, I think it's the same thing with Boruto. Momoshiki has like a pre, like a like a pre-existing history with Boruto as well. That's a big fight in regards to like them essentially having the whole. Momoshiki thing in the episode 65 there was like a whole interpersonal relationship with Sasuke because he fought against Kinshiki as well before that Kinshiki tried to finish finish off Sasuke so nah. there was like a bunch of there was like a bunch <laughs> of personal there was like a bunch of that... personal beefs if, if it's like nah. you see you see you're, you're you're equating like interpersonal like 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 um like trauma or like some relationship that these characters can relate on on a deeper level to beef you know, like like regular regular ass beef. You you whooped my ass yesterday, so I want to whoop your ass today. Like that's not the same thing as having like like a story around the fight. You know, consisting the fight around the story instead of just having the fight and the story later. You know, so like the Naruto's in part one, the, the fights were the, the fights were were centered around the story. They didn't just happen for no reason. You know, but just they happened, and there's a story that the fight told, and it led to a conclusion. That maybe change the perspective of you know certain characters, you know. So like, like that's what we're trying to say is like, Boruto just needs more of that, you know. I think you could have mentioned when it in regards to that Momoshiki, that you know there there is something there, you know. Like they they did thing with like Boruto with the, with the Ninja Tech. They compared like um you know Boruto wanted to take the shortcut, um you know and compare that to the Otsutsuki's just popping pills and all that jazz. Then Boruto grew from that because. He, he saw what Naruto did without shortcuts, although people would argue that he had nine tails, which is, you know, I, I wouldn't argue that. But Naruto and Sasuke, they're able, because of what they trained for, you know, the power they developed, they were able to defeat Momoshiki, right? And Boruto respected that as opposed to the shortcut Momoshiki took by popping pills. 
and that changed his perspective as it relates to um, Ninja, Ninja Tech to the point where he decided to never use them again. But then later on, he grew and decided that, okay, cool, I can use them, but, you know, like as to assist me, but not as the basis for my power, you know? So there's the, there, there's development as it relates to what derived from Momoshiki, but like Momoshiki himself, it's not like he drove anything for Boruto. Like everything that happened, it just happened around Momoshiki because he was there, you know? And Boruto just happened to learn this because of what Naruto said to him and what Sasuke said to him and what, what Naruto and Sasuke did. It wasn't really driven by Momoshiki, if you understand what I mean. But, you know. Well, that's kind of like the same thing with a lot of the Naruto fights. It's not necessarily driven by the per- particular person that they're fighting, but a lot of the lessons around that particular fight. Well, some of them. But when it comes to, like, um, Gara, Naruto's entire outlook on life, when she, when you mention, like, um, the parallels... Oh, yeah, I'm hearing a tsunami right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. But, yeah, like, the parallels between, like, Naruto and Gara, right? Gara changed Naruto in a sense that, like, he didn't, like, change his entire worldview. But it made Naruto realize um, something different about the world and the darkness that's in this world. Like to the point where Naruto cried because he decided, okay, cool. Based on what this guy went through and based on what he became, you know, like I could have gone down that path if I didn't have the people around me. And that drove Naruto to 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 um, value those relationships more. And that's what really triggered. That's what really led into like Naruto um, warm, warming up to Sasuke even more to the point where yo he, he he wanted to break every bone in Sasuke's body to bring him back to the village so that Sasuke wouldn't fall to that dark side Gara was in. And then Gara, when he meets Sasuke in part two, he has that same same reaction. He starts to cry because he sees that Sasuke has gone down the same path he once like went down, but he is surprised. He's confused. He couldn't understand right, how because like shit. he he yeah. had one one tear fall from his eye. That's funny. Yeah, because like he he's like, yo, how can you go down this path when you have Naruto by your side? He's the one who brought me to the good side, you know. Like theoretically, the good side, just like, you know, good and bad. But you know, like brought him to the right side, brought him out of the darkness and shit. So like, there's a lot of like deep relationships that that consequences and so on that. I think that's why Naruto's relationships between the villains, quote unquote villains or antagonists, are so more like fulfilling as opposed to, you know, Boruto's characters. Hmm? I don't know, but because then you look over to Kawaki and his whole dynamic with Ishiki Otsuki and Naruto, that whole entire d- dynamic, the Ishiki Otsuki versus Naruto and Sasuke, that was a deep fight as well. I mean, I'm confused. Like, it had a whole bunch of impact, not, on, not only on Kawaki, but also Boruto as well. Like, I, I mean, I personally feel like it's not that big of a difference un- un- unless we start to discuss some of the more higher tier stuff. So when we talk about the pains and the moderates, that's just my personal opinion on it. Now, the the um, Kawaki Ishiki stuff, I mean, no one's going to deny like that's the best thing going in, in Boruto when it comes to like character development and backstory and so on and so forth. I mean, everything's going against you when it comes to like the Boruto stuff, right? Like, they're characters who are of a, a generation to where it's it's peaceful. So, like, they literally don't have the tragic backstories. They have to live them out in real time um, with us. So, like, there's nothing to really draw on. Um, so that's a negative in and of itself, right? Like, Naruto came off, like, off the story with dead parents, demon inside of him, everyone hating him, Obito going sickle mode, Madara going sickle mode before that. Indra going sickle mode before that. Like, it's crazy. Like, he came out the gate with that kind of shit. Um, 
But like like Boruto, so like he's good and his generation is fine. So that's a problem um, in and of itself. And then most of the like the the good development that the characters get are in anime only shit, right? So it's like okay, well does that translate over to the the manga? And, and am I seeing it? Like I can make the assumption, but like do I see the lessons that he learned in this particular um, anime canon arc being? put on display or him bringing up some kind of um you know apprehension about doing things a certain way in the manga because well no of course he's not because he's just dealing with otsusuke primarily in kara he's not really dealing with the ninja shit anymore so the whole cycle of hatred shit is, is useless right um it's a useless lesson for him right now so the the, the problem with the boruto stuff is like yeah you can you, you can you can like trot out kawaki and that's cool like nobody i don't think anyone deny that it's good but it ain't great. Like the Kawaki stuff is fine. It, it's it's really peak for Boruto. But then you got like twenty other brothers sitting on the sidelines from Naruto Part One with like far more tragic shit than this kid. Um, I mean, I mean I, yeah. the, the thing the thing with the tragic backstory, I think it's a bit overstated. Now I understand a lot of the side characters in Boruto they've been growing up with like a silver spoon in their mouths. All of their parents are like S tier ninjas at this particular point. They bring home a bunch of money from missions and stuff like that. But we still got characters like some screwed up side stories that kind of did inform us of some things. We got Sumide back in the essentially the first arc. We had the Shinichiya clones, essentially how they what, what they went through. Then we had the then we had was it Ryogi from the Byakuya gang. Then we had Sekie from what did the, the Shinichiya clones look like? They're essentially being used by their master. Like, they they went through like the whole thing. They betrayed them, and they figured out they could be their own. And then we're kind of going to, going on to the thing how synthetic human beings are their own people. They're learning about scientific technology, but oh, there's a bunch of things. Like I'm just saying, a bunch of characters had like super sad backstories in Boruto that did teach us lessons. But it's just that I don't necessarily think that people really pay attention to those because I think I don't necessarily think that they're attached to like a lot of famous characters that people know and love. And and ultimately, I think that could be the main problem with Boruto is that when you look at the high end stuff on Naruto, like the characters that the story focuses in on, at least for the moment that it focuses in on them, um, you can say like Neji fades away or whatever the case may be. But in part one, he was fine. Um, there's always like like substance there, right? Like the two main people, like I I know about Neji. I know I know his backstory. I know what he his outlook on life. I know what he wanted to do. Um, and I, I know the same things about Naruto and I, and I learned a lot more, like I knew going into the fight, I learned more during the fight. And then like the conclusion of the actual battle, the fight was irrelevant. The fight didn't really matter. Like the, again, the fight is just a vehicle to tell the, the, the interpersonal story between these two characters, um, and how they fit in the broader world and getting back to like the overall point of this, like little side branch, um, Boruto's fights. They should. When I look at like the Baryan mode Naruto versus Ishiki battle, like like where where's like the the depth in that fight in particular? I I don't see any. I mean, you can factor in Kawaki and that's fine, but that's more of a Kawaki's tale, a Kawaki story, right? Um, Kawaki should be the one out there fighting if that's the case, um, which he can't because he's too weak. But when I take a look at that, and that's the reason why I chose the Momo Shiki fight, like not the Momo Shiki arc or like the whole tuning exam thing overarching, like um kiddo mentioned that there's some good stuff there as well some good valuable lessons but i chose to fight in particular um in, in the same way i chose to fight like with um naruto versus zabuza is because 
I believe like the Boruto series is a battle shonen, so its foundation is going to be combat and fights. But if it's just fighting for the sake of fighting, and there's no underlying like narrative or story that should be like driven because like through the fight, right? Uh, then to me, then that becomes a problem for me because I'm just watching pretty choreography, good art and animation. That's cool. But then after that, w- like when you go back and think of the barrier mode, Naruto uh, versus Ishiki fight, like, what do you think of? You think of uh, how pretty it was. You think of how fluent it was. You think of the fight choreography, how it tied back to part one and all this, all this stuff. Maybe you, you think of some quotes that were spoken or whatever the case may be. But when, but if you remove all that, what's left from that particular fight, it's pretty fucking hollow. Kawaki's backstory, that's not hollow. No, no, Kawaki's fine. But Kawaki wasn't even there at the time, was he? But that's the whole thing no, fighting, though. Yeah, no, no, that, that's fine. But I'm saying the fight itself. Those two characters, Naruto and Ishiki, going at it themselves. Where, where was the depth in that, in that uh, particular battle? Them, They're them fighting, fighting for Kawaki is perfectly fine. Mm. That, that's perfectly fine. But I'm saying, like, I'll give you another example. Like, Kakashi and Obito, they're fighting for, like, the world and everybody in it, right? Because um, they're literally going to war with each other. But then there's, like, okay, these interpersonal connections that, that have been established with this particular battle that's been building up to this point. And then, like, the fight is just a means to an end. The fight is cool. Like, you can, you can remove all the pretty shit, and then you have, like, two layers of, like, really interesting shit to talk about, right? But you, even, you have... Yeah, yeah. Even that, in my personal opinion, the like Kakashi versus Obito thing, I don't necessarily think it... I mean, again, this might just be our difference in definitions. I think when it comes to depth, we're talking about something completely different. That right there in itself, again, the depth was a lot of personal stuff, interpersonal stuff. If we're going to go at that level, we could say, hey, Naruto told Jigen way back in the day, he's going to be the person that actually kills Jigen. Jigen told told Naruto that he's going to take Boruto after after he finished killing him off. So there were personal beasts between Naruto and Ishiki Otsuki that stemmed back like years before that actual fight came about. I just don't really see the what? big difference. Wait, like, no? Wait, I what? think you're, you're, you're doing the same thing Kido Maki said earlier, where you're confusing like interpersonal connections with like beef that people have with each other. And and again, it's it's not it's not no one saying like the Boruto series has absolutely no beginning, middle, and end. Like nobody's saying like the writing structure is that fucked. It's pretty fucked, but it's not that fucked. Matter of fact, yeah, I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Because the Obito and Kakashi thing, even though I personally believe that because that's still an interpersonal thing, it's not necessarily something that's affecting the grander scheme like the actual word, uh, world. Obviously, they're fighting over the world, but it's not necessarily affecting like the theoretical things of the world, like making us think super hard. Even though it's not that, it's still something completely different than what Ishiki Otsuke Naruto was because, of course, they had a pre-existing history. I, I get where you're coming from right there. But again, from my perspective, I still don't necessarily see that as so much more depth than like the Ishiki Otsuki versus Naruto fight. Wait, who is who is Ishiki? Who is he? An Otsuki member. Well, well, we know that much, but like, what, what do you actually know about this dude? Like, like you know what he wants to do because he tells you what he wants to do. You know how powerful he is. Yeah, you have a few character beats here and there, but like, what is this dude trying to accomplish? And then from a, like that's just like the the character perspective, right? And then from a broader perspective, from like the actual story itself, like. What is he trying to accomplish that, like, what differs Ishiki from Momo Shikyo Tsuzuki in terms of their motivation, the foundational shit? Not, not, not the, the skin, 
right? Like the, the personality and all that bullshit. I'm talking about like their actual genuine motivations in terms of like that and like their backstory. What makes them well, different? Well, Ishik is more of a personal type of guy. He do, he does things for for his own volition. Momoshiki does things more of like as a team aspect. Momoshiki does things for the Otsuki clan. So again, removing that, what does Momoshiki wants to do? He, he wants to gather up chakra for his home base, uh, for the Otsuki clan. Okay, so you, but how does he do that? Like, 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 are you talking about the like, like the actual functional yeah, thing? Yeah, they yeah. want to plant god trees. Yeah, they, they both want to plant god trees. Yeah, 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 right. So, what, like, why do you need Ishiki Otsuki? And not just continue on with Momo Shiki. He wants to do the exact same thing that Momo wants to do with with a slight variation. But you yeah, don't really I don't, know I don't, because they never go into detail about the dude's motivations. Like, what's the difference between him and Code? That's something I agree with you completely about. I mean, if you want to make the Code and Ishiko Tsuki comparison, definitely. But I think that the Momo Shiki Otsuki and Ishiko Tsuki thing, even though they're doing the same thing in regards to the vehicle, the, the, the destination is two completely different things. So I, I, I completely agree with you with the repetition with the Ishiko Tsuki and Code thing, though. That right there, I, I don't got much to say. But, well, I forgot what I was about to say. But, it, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, I, I think you make some, some excellent points, right? I think we both make some good points. And I'm not really trying to, like, say the Boruto series does have zero depth. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, that, really, I, what I it boils what down to, but real quick, what it boils down to just a comparison of, like, Naruto, the series, part one and two, to, like, Boruto, which I think you can do because it's a sequel and it is, you know, a legacy series, so it's okay to compare them because they're building off of what was there before. Um mm-hmm. But the the point is, it's a battle shonen. They use fights to tell an overarching story, and there should be layers and depths to the shit. And when I take a look at um, uh, Boruto versus Naruto in terms of series, there's a vast difference in depth. Now we can define depth if we want to go that far into it. Um, but there's a there's a level of quality that the Naruto series has in part one. I haven't even gotten to like Pain and Obito and, and all that shit. Well, I have gotten to Obito, but not really. There's a level of quality in part one that Boruto part one just does not have at this particular junction. And to me, it, it's lacking. You have to go to like anime stuff, which I agree, which is why I always say the anime is the definitive product in terms of the manga. But the manga don't do none of that shit, bro. Not really. So oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, really my it. main problem. Yeah, I, I told you how to do the manga. Yo, but uh, I'm, I'm, I gotta cut y'all off real quick. We got a uh, super chat from Trill Metal Lee. He said, "Off topic, but thoughts on Draymond's punch." I didn't see it, so I can't even give thoughts on that. Yo, he fucked that boy up. Yeah, I heard about it. It was bad. I didn't see it. Yeah, it was. Wasn't his own teammate? Yeah, Jordan Poole. Poole. Uh, I'll say this: like that was talking shit off camp. Like nobody heard it because the audio was in there. At least I didn't. And then Draymond went went over and got in his face. And then Jordan Poole pushed him, and then put his hands up a little bit. And then Draymond walked up and just like fucking, like fucking <laughs> speed blitz this kid, knocked him the fuck out. So my whole thing is, if you're gonna be man enough to have another dude walk in your face, you push and you put your hands up. Then then fucking like you you get what you got coming to you. He he could have just easily walked away, but he chose to smoke and he got his shit rocked. So what did they fight over? I, I didn't see it, so like you yeah, just informing me on what's going on. Words, I, feelings. Yeah, probably. 
Probably. I mean, uh, the thing is, I think Draymond Green was completely out of the line, but Jordan Poole, I do better than that partner. He has to do. You cannot, Melo said it, you cannot, like, be man enough to let my guy walk up to your face, push him, and then not expect any retaliation. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what they were fighting about, but again, I just don't necessarily see Draymond Green being a, a type of leader right now that could actually talk to Jordan Poole going into the season. Everybody was talking about how this is going to affect their actual season. I think it's completely clipped. Draymond Green got to leave. Stephen A. Smith talking about he he got to go to L.A. I don't even see that. The thing about Draymond Green, he's not a player that I'd pay over like fifteen million dollars a year right now. He's expecting going to do in L.A. <laughs> I, I don't know, but he's expecting a near maximum contract. The Golden State Warriors, they're definitely not paying him that because they got to pay Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole. So it's clipped for Draymond Green, and that might be what sparked it, but I, I don't know. I don't know what Draymond Green going to do in the future, man. But that was talking about he sucker punched Jordan. Bro, he was standing right in front of that dude. He, dude had his hands up almost, and then he like like he had his hands up like towards his like chest because he can't fight, apparently. Um Every, it's the I, way I it looks, it. man. And then dude it, it, walked up to him slowly <laughs> with his hands down. I'm, and then I'm just watching it right now. Mouth. Oh, my God. Get him out. Dray- you got to pull this thing up on YouTube. <laughs> Draymond did not sneak this dude. This dude just got his shit rocked. That's that, it, bro. I did see the video, right? But I don't know. I, I think based on what I saw, I think it, the Draymond dude who punched him and shit. I don't even know these guys. I don't watch basketball. But I saw the video. Um, But yeah, based on what I saw... He walked up into. We, we didn't get the like the context behind it, right? The dude was looking straight forward on the court. He walked off from the the side, I think. Walked up to his face. He was literally like kissing this dude, like yeah. they're rubbing, they're rubbing together. So I, I mean, if if I'm that guy, I I would push you away. I'm not gonna like stand there in my face, right? Just like you're kissing me and shit. So he eased him off. I, I would have done that as well. But the thing is that he's pretty small. So when he did that, he's the one who went backwards instead. And the other dude barely even moved, right? So, but when he did that, the dude reacted immediately, right? Because he, he got the distance in between him and him and you know the dude who pushed him, and he just rocked him like a Superman punch and shit. So, he, he, the dude clearly, you know, maybe wasn't expecting a fight, maybe he can't fight, or maybe he's just not strong enough, you know. But yeah. Well, well he's, he's light skin. No offense, Melo. <laughs> he's light skin. You feel me? I, I don't really expect him to know how to fight. Draymond was, Green is like that was extra crazy. racist. Holy shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, the stereotype is that lighter skinned people don't really know how to fight that well. That's crazy. That is crazy. Draymond Green, but but even past that, like this man, Draymond Green is like six inches taller, like fifty more pounds. Like bro. got ten years on him. It's like clearly, bro. This is not a fair fight. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, the point is, is if you're grown ass, these are these aren't children, bro. He's grown ass men. He pushed him. <laughs> he put his hands on him. Like, yeah, he got in his face, but all he had to do was walk off. He chose to like he chose, he chose violence, violence, bro. He pushed him, <laughs> and he got his shit rocked. That's the end. That's the, how that story starts. That's how that shit ends. Like, all he had to do when dude got in his face is just oh, walk away. Yeah. That you, you was it. Away. You can't walk. That away, was it. Right? Now, you, you no, but that, that's my thing. He was. He had the posture. He had to save his little fucking ego, and, and as a result, it ended worse for him. He got his shit rocked. So, if he had he walked away and say like he would have saved better, he would have saved more face than him trying to be like tough guy. Oh, I'm from the streets because I got some melanin in my skin. Clearly not, and then he gets his shit rocked. 
That's no, how I that agree story with that. starts. I, the thing is, if Jordan Poole walks away in that particular situation, he doesn't have the respect from his team. But after that video leaks, he doesn't have respect for the for the whole league, bro. I'm telling you, every single game, someone's going to be testing Jordan Poole. They're going to be talking about the video like, yo, we know you don't have hands. They're going to be fouling them all type of crazy because they right. know he's not going to retaliate. It's not going to be good. But they tried to do the same thing with Tyler Hero until he stole off one. I forgot who he stole off. It was some European guy who was like some seven-footer. But then we found out that Tyler Hero don't care. Them Europeans are fold your ass. You better be careful. Listen, listen, oh, bro. Yeah, absolutely. We they definitely know he ain't got hands now. I mean, at least yeah. my way they would be speculating. At least, but now they know he ain't got no fucking hands. So I, I mean, the dudes they got folded. I don't know what to tell you. I feel as though he had to. Stay. You can't just walk away, bro. I know what Jordan Poole is feeling in the basketball practice. You feel like people getting rowdy. You feel like people start checking up all hard and everything like that. You can't just walk away. Nah, bro. I've seen Kobe Bryant walk away, bro. Like, dude, dude like, what, what was that dude? Um, Jordan um, Poole versus Paul... Naruto. <laughs> Paul Pierce or 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 the dude, one of them other dudes, but Puerto Rican guy. They got they got all in um Kobe's face and Kobe, Matt Barnes, he was yeah. yeah Matt Barnes. Kobe didn't like he just walked away. He didn't he didn't get engaged when he put his hands up, dude. Everybody know Kobe that dude, bro. Everybody know Kobe, Kobe a rough rider. Ain't nobody but testing that, that, Kobe's metal like that. But that's completely different. People understand if you're trying to start a fight in a real game, we understand you're not really like that. If they're in practice, know, Kobe on shot. and that's true. But Wait, if you're in practice, and and worse, you just having like a regular pickup game at like the park. But I'm just saying you can, you got it you you can't just walk away you can't. Bar, I'm sorry. What it was is that he knew he was in this protected, curated environment and nothing was going to happen. So he thought. So he he was free to posture and play make believe and pretend like he was something he wasn't. And then all his security didn't come through for him. And reality set in. And he got his shit rocked. And when he woke up, his fucking eye was fat, and he was thinking differently about the world. That's all that happens. He had a false sense of security. Bro, those players are worth millions of dollars each. They're property to these owners. Ain't no fucking way that those places are like Fort Knox. They're 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 way more protected than anything on the streets. So, I mean, it's like street ball or whatever. So that's what it was. It's like when you get in a fight in school, like you're not fighting to thinking, you're not you're not gonna enter the fight thinking you're gonna get your shit rocked and like die. You thinking, okay, I'm gonna fight, throw a few hands, somebody gonna break this shit up. No, and then we kind of move on from there. It's just that nobody broke the shit up and all his security was gone and he got his shit rocked. That was it. He didn't get snuck. He Nobody played him. He didn't get... No, he just pushed the dude first, had his hands up, and then got speed blitz. Folded. Yeah. Uh, all I'm going to say, bro, I think Jordan Poole is going to have the last laugh. He already got a ring. I think he's going to get paid. He's going to eventually be the number one guy in Golden State. I think he. it's all up for him. I just don't know what Draymond Green about to do. Plus, Draymond got a history of that fuck shit. So, like, even if he oh, walked yeah, no, away, everybody yeah. would have been like, yo, Draymond, like, what the fuck is wrong? They, they would have been more focused on how stupid Draymond was for getting in his face. All he had to do was just walk away, not even engage that stupid shit. Or at least if you're going to push and put your fucking hands up to your face, bro. Like, what the fuck? That shit was crazy. I don't but, yeah, know, that's man. my thoughts I, on it. I, I just don't really think Jordan Poole been in that particular situation a lot. He shouldn't have pushed him then. He should have walked off. <laughs> Jordan, like, if you Jordan pushing Poole, me, like, you ain't, you engaging with the smoke, bro. Jordan Poole versus Konohamaru. 
Jordan Poole got a long reach, man. What is kind of how we're like, like, what are Naruto characters like five foot seven or something? It has to be. That's it. That was like their height in, in Shippuden in board, so they gotta be taller. Nah, nah they shorter. They're, they're like Japanese. It's like not like some prejudice thing, but I think Japanese like men are shorter on average than like Western. So I think they're like five eight or something, five seven. Well, Mashik is like three, three four or something. Three five. <laughs> three four. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yo, Momoshiki is shorter than Boruto, but he lost height. It's crazy. I, I'm googling right now. They say adult Sasuke is five eleven and a half. They ain't even give him six feet. That's dirty, bro. That brother is not five eleven. That's what they say. Google saying, is bro. lying. Google is lying. Bro, CBR put out an article about how tall are Naruto characters. I think Naruto is the tallest. Naruto six foot. Bro. Ain't no fucking way, bro. <laughs> nah, so, adult Sasuke five eleven. 5'11 and three quarters. Wait, you said Naruto six foot? 5'11 and a half. I don't know how tall Naruto is. I just searched up Sasuke. I'll I'll have to take your word for it, but still, still. Konohamaru. Six foot. Jesus. Folding Jordan Pool. Stop it. Nah, I think. (laughs) Jesus Christ. We done lost the plot. Yeah, we we getting diminishing returns. Diminishing yes. return. I'm off for two hours of sleep, but I, I'm I'm cool though. I'm straight. Uh, see what you mean. Well, two people oh. say yes. I'll, I'll, Patrick I'll Beverly like gonna have three. a fun time with him. Patrick Beverly. Oh, fun time with Draymond or fun time with Pool? I don't know. I don't know. Big pause either way, but I, yo, I want to uh, see exactly how Russell Westbrook and 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 Patrick Beverly thing gonna play out. We got way too. Yeah, I think it's time. We diminishing returns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, free game. I do the outro. Free game muted. Yeah, bro, I'm right here. Take um, y'all asses home. Bye. We finished. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. Hi. <laughs> right, later, everybody. <laughs> I like that ending.